now recording. Oh my god. <laughs> I think my ears just exploded. Yeah, Craig likes to announce his presence really clearly. <laughs> Jesus. That was loud. <laughs> Has he gotten louder? I don't know, because I haven't turned down. He's been oh, turned I... down for like <laughs> the last few years. <laughs> uh, I've got Craig on original, original volumes. So. Uh, one sec. And we've got Craig in the new and improved, well-behaved Craig. Got nothing to say in Craig anymore. I don't know what we're going to do for our highlights. <laughs> Craig is too well-behaved. Yeah. <laughs> And that's Craig. He needs no introduction. Introduces himself loud enough. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> takes takes care of that. <laughs> Craig seems awesome. Uh, now he does, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. he wasn't, there, was, there was a dark period where yeah, that wasn't the case. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but it's okay yeah. now. His diva era is over. Yeah. <laughs> is everyone... Ready. Am I ready? Am I ready? Yes. Is Craig ready? Craig is ready. Craig now stays ready. He just comes on. Craig's on it. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do for our end of year episode because it can't be about Craig. He's too well behaved. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's, it's just going to be us comment on how well behaved Craig is. Yeah. <laughs> and then just like us messing up as per usual. Uh, everyone ready? think so yeah. you ask this all the time and the, yeah, the answer is the same <laughs> i almost forgot do you are you going to edit this or you're not yes no no read uh, yes yeah okay 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 yeah yeah the, the thought of putting out a recording without editing gives me anxiety but <laughs> so, okay. yeah we definitely edit okay um, good then i'm ready <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh we're now ready got the right episode number uh we will go in three, two. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was. Uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, I'm. I'm. I really hope Craig got that because that will be a great blooper. <laughs> Discord just cut me off. Like, <laughs> not sure what happened. <laughs> that was okay. We'll try that again. An amazing paper. Cool. All right. We will go in that case in three. Oh, I feel like I've forgotten something. That's a countdown to one. Mm. <laughs> that. Yeah, let me see if I can summon that. Everyone ready? You've all been here before, so you, I don't need to go through the thing. You know how this works. Reminder, no swearing. Just, oh, yeah, no swearing. I just feel like always need to remind myself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, let's uh, kick off season five of the podcast. We will go in three, two. Hello and welcome to the Story X Story podcast. We are back here discussing stories across pop culture, plus giving you advice on creating your own. Actually, I'm going to do that again. Sorry, I'm going to. I was distracted <laughs> no by worries. the windows. Uh, we're going to restart that.
Are you ready, Tazzy, as I just move some windows about? Not really, but... <laughs> Are you ever ready? Think... <laughs> <laughs> I think I might be as ready as we're going to get. Gonna be, yeah. Well, if it makes anything any better, i kind of nervous for it, so we're going to be as chill as, as we can be and professional. <laughs> oh. it'll, be, it'll be good. It's, it's fun. <laughs> I mean... We do this every other week. So. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I, I don't do that every other week. Every other week for a few years now. So when I say I'm not ready, <laughs> it's, it's, a, like, it's a scale. It's a relative. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, it's a relative <laughs> scale. <laughs> Love that. Before we start, I'll just like run down kind of, um, I mean, I don't know how much you know about us, but for the podcast we do like different types of episodes we do deep dive episodes and then we do interview episodes like this one so the idea is how did you how did you get to where you are like what's your journey like what yeah. is some of the work that you do what is it like on like a personal personal level and then yeah just trying to get a sense of that so if you're that yeah i mean it's not exclusively for like young people students or whatever but just we have that in mind but if you're that person that's trying to get there or just interested in the process try and pick out some of those lessons, some of those challenges, advice, things like that. So the way it breaks down, I'll introduce I'll introduce you. I'll do the introduction, introduce you. Um, we'll do some brand updates. And then uh, Tazzy, I don't know if you got my message, but I'll hand that to you. We'll do like a, I, I figured we'd change it slightly. So we do like a back and forth for the interview episode. So, because I'm doing the bulk of the questions, you can do the update. Okay. I think God, they I feel are... like, how do you read show notes? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm yeah. broken. <laughs> yeah, also, I should say, Sammy, this is our, because uh, we, we take a recording break over January. Uh, so this is the start of season five. So uh, we've forgotten how to podcast. It's episode 163. And today we're going behind the story. And I'm your co-host, Nigel. I am Tazzy. Sorry. Please, <laughs> that's not going to come now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and for our behind the story episode, we like to talk to creative professionals across the industries. Why did that sound weird to me? No, nope. well, this is like <laughs> false starts, false start number two. All right, try that again. But <laughs> this is what happens when you have me talking so early on in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to get it all out now. <clears throat> we launched the Do I Look Like a Gamer campaign in 2022 to promote diversity and inclusion in the video games industry. The response was amazing, but the need remains. So we've decided to make the campaign a year initiative. We'll be building on the work done last year and continuing to push for diversity in games and cult. That was not what... <sighs> So we've decided to make the campaign a year initiative. We've, we'll, 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 oh my God. Casual Conversations with Comic Creators is back. You can catch the VOD of the latest episode where Nigel speaks with Japanese manga creator, is it Shai? Nigel. 
I was on mute. <laughs> we, I, Sammy, I promise we know what we're doing. <laughs> You're making me feel very comfortable. Yeah, yeah, no, this is this is all by design, just to make you as comfortable as you can. I do know where the mute button is, and I do know how to use it. Um, we're very but, professional. What we're yeah, 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 yeah. yeah is, um, so what, what I was trying to say is cheer. <laughs> Cheer! Okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Cool. Let me start that one again. Yeah. Right. See how this goes. Oh, actually, yeah. And you see, Tazzy. Yeah. Good to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little nervous. I'm like, yeah, this feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> what is this role reversal? Is this what it's like to have all the power? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> have fun with it. Hello and welcome to the Story X Story Podcast, where we discuss stories across pop culture, plus give you advice on creating your own. It's episode 153 and I'm your co-host, Tazzy. And I'm just Ken. <laughs> uh, also Nigel, co-host. <laughs> Does that make Tazzy Barbie or like... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A person in the... St- not even Stone Age, in the Nathaniel, Nathaniel, uh, that word, Nathaniel Fall, Nathaniel, no, I don't know. Nathaniel, yeah. Neanderthal? Yeah, there it, we yeah. go. There we go. We got there. We got there in the end. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I swear I've got a degree somewhere. Right, I've done the setup, so now we wait. Uh, yeah, you've both been on before. You know how this works. Oh, okay. Let me <laughs> welcome, welcome to the brand. We make comments. <laughs> <laughs> uh no oh no actually why i've changed uh tazzy i'll switch you to do the intro uh, okay sure I, noticed <laughs> no, I haven't even looked at the notes <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't have them open so that's good uh, to know because normally so i'm like I should oh, do yeah, this for, just for tazzy like, <laughs> and then the, i played the second one when we done the previous podcast on on it, the second one <laughs> i literally finished it like a few minutes before recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do uh, it this time though. I actually watched it like I finished it two days day. ago. Oh, two days. <laughs> or a whole wow. day. I don't know. Oh, two days. It was finished like two weeks ago, right? <laughs> um, I only started watching it on Sunday. Oh wow. Okay. Well done. Yeah, that was good effort. It's like Last of Us brings out the uh, the binge in you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I just binge everything. To yeah, be honest, yeah. that's how I consume content. Um, <laughs> all right, we are now streaming. So I've got the uh, sort of um, graphic up. Uh, so pretty much, yeah. When you're ready, Tazzy. Oh yeah, because I'm doing the intro. <laughs> I did have the notes up, but I wanted to get. That's why I don't have them up now because I was getting up the stream. Oh God, I'm kind of I'm low key nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you've you've done this before, or you know, live stream, just the same thing. <laughs> yeah, just flipped. That was on the intro for. Do this. How could I forget? So uh, one last thing, and then we'll go. Is um, so we have a section where we talk about other stories we're enjoying or not enjoying. Um, Evor. So if anyone has any particular stories i will add mine in and it's like the segment where we do like a non-spoiler stories we're discussing so if you've got a few things that you want to highlight uh talk a bit about and then we get to the main discussion yeah cool sounds good 
so we're going to have a spoiler-free discussion of what everything... Whatever. I ended up watching Avatar, by the way. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Actually, ooh, maybe I should... I should um, You've got a good selection, this. though. I do. Uh, I might just add on... Because Saga's pretty quick. Actually, I'm going to add Avatar to Lao's one. And then I, <laughs> I'm just going to force that on Lao. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Lao, you're talking about Avatar because yeah, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so keep mine nice and tight and I'll jump in on Lao's. It, it's got to be um, spoiler free as well, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, simple story to be fair. It's um, the same as the first Avatar, just yeah. in water. <laughs> This pr- might be a hot take because I know that people really don't like it, but I really liked the Resident Evil series uh, that got cancelled. Um, oh, it was cancelled. I haven't even seen it. I, That's I probably why they cancelled it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I think it did. Yeah. Here's the question: Is it a Netflix show? Yes. Question: Is it one that I will watch and enjoy? And on a scale of it will make me want to watch sports, <laughs> sports more or it will make me want to watch sports less. Where does it lie? Ooh. So because I brought up a few, actually I brought up a few specifically basketball stories. Sports is riding on, on your recommendations. I know, right? This <laughs> <like>. is pressure. <laughs> so I have a big surprise for Nigel. <laughs> and in the show notes, I've just written football show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. I was like, uh, <laughs> so I've like been like, I cannot wait to start the new season so that I can tell Nigel that I have been watching a football show. Um, <laughs> wow, I'm I'm just just by that, I'm surprised. I'm just <laughs> I'm shocked. So I fully binged all three seasons that are currently out. Started it, I was like, let me give it a shot because I've heard a lot of good things. Was reluctant because it's a football show. And I'm I'm normally not a big fan of like watching sports shows. It's nothing against sport, but there's it's just a thing with sport. I don't I don't enjoy watching sport. I don't enjoy playing games that are based on sport. <laughs> but anyway, so the show I, I binge watched is Ted Lasso, and I want oh. <laughs> I want to say the show is amazing, and everyone should go and watch it. Oh boy, there's a lot. <laughs> so I'm going to have to pick pick some of them, pick some out to do next week because they all are pretty much all worth I mean, talking just, about. Just Ted Lasso. Oh no, none. I've watched Ted Lasso actually. Ted <laughs> Lasso already been mentioned. Though I did, one of the characters was on an advert for something for Les Mills and it was just so, <laughs> such a funny advert. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> like... Well done on them for getting that character in, the actor in. Yeah. Oh, was it? Wait, was it the actor or the character? Well, I, it was the character. I think it. So it was the actor, but it was very much playing on the character. Yeah, I, I think there's only been like a handful of those like, those ads that I can think of that like I enjoyed, but they are always good. Yeah. See, this is when I complain about ads. I can I'm complaining about bad ads or repeated ads, but when ads are like good. They can they can interrupt <laughs> not as much as they like, but then I don't mind so much if it's a good advert interrupting like my YouTube video or whatever or my workout. Yeah. Like so they're just atrocious adverts, and you're like, why are my ears and eyes getting infected by this? 
Yeah, I think that's the problem. I live like in a valley, so it's just always, always humid. I wish uh, we had storms. I can't wait for the storms to come because <laughs> everything will cool down. But yeah, right now I'm just, I'm suffering. I'm usually good with heat, but I am suffering. <laughs> like we had a storm and I feel like it didn't actually make things cooler. It just it made things, yeah. I missed that. Today. Maybe it missed you. Yeah. <laughs> it was very it was run. very short okay. and it was very loud uh but it was oh. extremely short um it was like by short i mean i think there was like three cracks of thunder in total oh wow this was overnight no this was today during oh. the day <laughs> okay well i was i guess i was in i was in sheffield so i went up to sheffield yeah then, so yeah uh, you clearly missed it it was yeah. like looked all good when i came back <laughs> we are working on against all odds the origin series which will feature each of the my matter crew that have been turned into real characters we're going to put together a sorry it's <laughs> uh, like massive thunder just like totally threw me off <laughs> uh, where was i that was uh wait that was thunder was it yeah did that come through yeah, yeah. oh uh, yeah i or something it's been kind of mumbling all day but that was just like that just threw off my concentration i've been looking after a dog today Aww. And yeah, like we just had like a massive crack of thunder. And I like looked over at her. I tried to be a bit subtle about it so that I didn't make her scared if she wasn't already scared, if that makes sense. Like mm. she didn't pick up on that, on that I was like concerned. And then <laughs> she seemed all right. And then I think like about 10 minutes later, I was like playing my switch and she came and put her head like. I was like sitting on the edge of the sofa and she like squeezed in. She's only tiny anyway. Like between me and the, the edge of the sofa, like the smallest gap and then rested her head on the switch. Aww. It was so cute. And it was like, she was scared, but she didn't want to be like, she didn't want to show that she was really scared, but she was I just also like, like games. yeah, <laughs> she was like, I'm just going to get cozy here in the like smallest space as close to you as possible. <laughs> Aww. It was adorable. So I remember a story popping up briefly on, like, I don't know, my Instagram feed or something, um, about AI being used to improve NPCs in games okay. and that being experimented with. I think that's a great use case yeah. for AI because essentially we're already interacting with them. We're already mm. having input. It would be, oh, that would be great. extremely I cool for AI yeah. to lead to fully rounded, fleshed out characters, characters as yeah. NPCs. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a great Can you imagine space. like having, we all have a different interaction yeah. with an NPC. Like, mm. you know, even if it's part of the story, that maybe it's just... Yeah, you still have your parameters, but you just yeah. have that more like I'm natural conversation. Yeah. More, yeah, that's a good idea. I used to have like five different accounts on this one Nintendo forum website. <laughs> Gosh, it's great. It, it, it is sad though that you know women do have to hide behind that, or you know, or or whoever identifies as, you know. It, See, I didn't think it was sad. It was great. It was a great opportunity to explore explore who I was outside of yeah. what people see of me. 
Yeah, but it's sad that they would judge you if they if you used your. But that's that's how it's always been, you know. Women, but you'd get judged regardless. Of mm. everyone get, gets that's just you get human for your content at least <laughs> you know <laughs> as opposed to oh you know anime avatar but um it was just nice and like lately i've been like making loads of reddit accounts i'm like oh it feels like old internet like i can literally just explore who i am as a person without it holding any weight to anything i can go on like a random reddit and ask a random question and then it not just suddenly be tied to who i am as a person because i was curious about something like <laughs> anyway so so random <laughs> tangents upon tangents the old days of the internet yeah i just think it's humanity in general i was thinking about this story thinking about it's this always the other day. that's always a problem but um mm-hmm. We're in That's this, why AI this... is going to save us, but anyways. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, we'll start with what does creativity mean to you, end with what does success look like to you, and then, yeah, just build back and forth. Oh, creativity is what drives... <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> start again. Hold on, I'm going to cough one more time. <laughs> Hopefully, Such you, a big question. No, just hopefully like... <laughs> you can cleanly edit that out. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no one will know. Brilliant. Excellent. <laughs> My secret is safe. But it's true of any artistic or creative endeavor. You don't learn how to do it from books. You don't learn how to do it from YouTube. You learn how to do it by doing it. Because when it's in your head, you can't see the problems. The moment you start to put it down on paper, whether it's typing or drawing or diagramming out a game you start to realize where the problems are. Creativity is an ever-moving definition in my mind. When I was a child, creativity was anything that I could manifest from my mind into something tangible, whether it was art, drawing, or singing a melody and hearing it back through whatever recording device that could be, the computer or a tape machine. Now as I'm an adult, creativity is something that I feel and I don't, and it takes a lot of brain power to, to make happen because it's me constantly going against my adult experiences and myself and trying to pull the inner child out to be free to make it happen again. Hmm. That is a very deep answer. <laughs> very deep answer um got me thinking. i really like it though yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was very terrifying doing both pixels did you have that um, moment where you felt you wouldn't reach the goal yeah you know you have that thing of like is this the right time to do it because you know i mean we all know what happened in 2020 mm. and <laughs> and it's not really gotten much better you know, we're sort of in a recession now. So you're like, is this the right time to be asking people for money? And you're just sort of questioning yourself. And it's just like, you know, everyone's asking for money. We all want money. Um, we do all want money. We, we want. Uh, yeah. So you kind of have to ask yourself, really, why are you doing this? Do you know what? I was, I'm very thankful and privileged in the fact that my family was completely supportive of my journey. They nurtured me. They they were like they were even able to like sometimes give me money to buy art supplies, and I could draw in my own time of like drawing sketchbooks. I'm drawing on sketchbooks. Sorry, 
and buying like charcoal pencil and even buying like paint and like oil paint to do my spare time i was really grateful for them in that in that sense because i have three siblings and they're all older than me and i have a, a mother and they're all very hopeful and know the idea that i will make it into the field that i desired and i appreciate the support 100 percent. yeah that's cool i think you got the benefit of being the youngest Oh, oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I put into that. I don't know. I just really, really, really hate what YouTube has become or just like the internet in general. Yeah. It's relatable. Yeah. Yeah. It's just everything's like 10 things that you must be doing. It's like, hold on a minute. Can I just exist? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Can I just, especially as a career, it's like, here's all the things you're doing wrong as a twitch streamer or as a youtuber or as a tiktok whatever it's like hold on a minute <laughs> this didn't even exist like that yeah. long ago there, there is no you're doing it wrong <laughs> it right. changes like daily <laughs> at least trains me for doing something right you know yeah. this relentless slew of negativity exactly yeah i have to be really like in the mood to look at some of my feeds these days like sometimes i just can't bear it the amount of nonsense that's coming out it's like do you remember when we just used to use the internet to look at cats (laughs) and then uh, i finished jobless reincarnation i don't know if i mentioned this before but i am like out in myself as a bit of a degenerate by watching this oh did you (laughs) uh definitely questionable themes okay oh my gosh i'm sorry that was my cat (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. I'm sorry about I thought that. I heard something. <laughs> he wanted to have his say, so yeah. <laughs> Calling you a degenerate, I imagine. Yeah, it's judging you. <laughs> and then he gets to like re gets a second chance at life. But it's funny when you first start watching it because it's reincarnated like from birth, but has oh. all, has all his like adult oh. memories. <laughs> Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's a fun way to go. go yeah. And it's like navigating the world, but as a baby, so it's like, <laughs> why is this happening? And like, <laughs> oh, wait, I can't do this. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, which is, which is, I think that's what pulled me in to begin with is like that, that charm of like the adult being in this baby's <laughs> body and how that affects them. Uh, but yeah, uh, funny, funny one with lots of characters. I And displacement happens in it, and I'm just like, wanting them to find everyone. Anyway, but yeah, that's my... I feel like I'm trying to justify the story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really our house if you think about it. <laughs> I feel like the concept of not having to go through the, the, the pits of the fire, fire hell is like a really hard concept for humans to fathom because we're like inherently quite negative. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's a lot harder to go the other way because of human perception. Because this is getting really deep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I thought, this is where I thought this was going to go. <laughs> but like... I was actually going to say, because I, I think I'm going to... Would I end up defending... I feel there's, yeah, I feel is I can see a lot of criticism of it. And I mean, some of it is, is fair, but yeah, I don't, to me, it wasn't as 
bad as a lot of people seem to think it was. See, I saw, I didn't see a lot of the criticism. I saw a lot of people defending the criticism. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. But maybe that's just the people I follow on Twitter. But then I did also get a, so someone replied. So I done like a question box on um, Instagram because I reposted your post. Um, And someone replied. (laughs) I don't even know if I want to bother reading this like officially (laughs) for the podcast. Okay. okay. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this can go in the uh, end of year, but it was really hated the writing and narrative cliches with some of the worst dialogue I've heard in film. And That's, ooh, okay. I can't help but completely disagree with that. And yeah. also feel like maybe this is one of those cases where it's like the story just wasn't written for you therefore you don't like it rather than that's an actual criticism mm. does that make sense <laughs> no i get you because it's that seems quite strong and that's i've seen a lot of like you know the worst ever i like yeah not... like some of the worst dialogue Ooh, i do think that's very <laughs> that's far from true yeah i, I don't mean, think it's most films have narrative cliches yeah i don't think on a scale to like over cliched to you know natural amount of cliches in a movie (laughs) (laughs) it's like like, i think we're we're in the the safe zone we're in this yeah all right uh apparently we're going to be defending ant-man so (laughs) (laughs) um all right it's going to be an interesting interesting episode then um yeah i'll wait till you give me ask me uh what's my overview and then we'll uh and i'll give it it's shining praise and even if it's, you know, not a movie critic, but a movie reviewer, like they're probably going to get more clicks on a negative review anyway. It's hard to to take away that, wait, this isn't about me. And it's hard to see like the reaction because, yeah, there's going to be people that don't like it, but it doesn't matter. Like the people that like it <laughs> are the people that matter. Not to say you shouldn't take on like constructive like criti- criticism. Cr- yeah, yeah, for Things sure. that are going to help you grow and thrive and and you know get to that next level yeah. but that's not what this is this so yeah like it is it is like people should definitely have their opinions on things and that's fine but yeah again like i should think i think it's unfair it's definitely unfair for the career i think if you work on a marvel movie you have to be prepared oh for sure an opinion you're going to get a lot of opinions and they are not a reflection they're not always a reflection of how good your work is and as someone who, admittedly on a much smaller scale, is also working on some kind of shared universe with characters and developing stories that all fit together in some way, I'm here in the back taking notes at what Kevin Feige is is doing. So I'm I'm certainly on the uh, on the train. However, after Love and Thunder, I didn't I didn't get off the train. But I was double checking the route, <laughs> and if you've ever been on a, a on a taxi and you you feel the driver like, are they going the right way? And just you know, open up Google Maps just to double check, and like, because I feel I know where where we should be going. This don't look where we should be going. That's where I was after Love and Thunder because that was not a good film. Really interestingly, so my my mum's um, staying with some some a fellow like YouTubers at the moment. Uh, but mm. they also work in gambling, gaming, oh. and well, they did work in it, but they've lost their jobs because AI has literally taken over. 
Wow. Oh, wow. Oh. That was, that was what was their jobs? Some sort of writing. Oh, yeah. No, that's gone. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it was like, nope. Yep. Gone. Like, yeah. there was just no jobs at all. It's all AI. So, which doesn't surprise me because it's, it's the gambling industry. Mm. <laughs> that's like literally the most. Uh, if any industry is going to let AI take over first, it's that. If it yeah. costs them less. They just don't care. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's like not any kind of, yeah. But uh, that's, yeah, that's sad. It's interesting. But I, I just, yeah, I feel, I will, we'll find an episode for that. But I just feel like even, even if for, and I feel like games industry are not in comparison cares. But I just feel like the, just the benefit will be so, like people will just be forced to, because <laughs> it, 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 the benefit will be so apparent. And, mm. The benefit to from a you know capitalist society we live in will be so apparent. You kind of you have to at least try. Like, mm. Yeah, so it's just like a whole. I don't know. Anyway, I could talk about AI because it's, uh, it's, it's fascinating and scary, very scary. Yeah. Who wants to talk Mario? That's, <laughs> that's... Ah, yes. Let's talk <laughs> yeah. Mario. All right. I might need to uh, lighten the mood by saying, you know, Nigel, I told you about that AI plugin. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Like so, I thought it was just like add like a cert, like just so that you've got like a chatbot, like yeah. one click away kind of thing. But if you write in like any text box, mm. you you can just get it to prompt into a text box directly into a text box. Oh, and wow. it specifically knows tweets as well. Like when I'm on a Twitter, it's like I can write a tweet for you. <laughs> Wow. That gives you a, a tone that you want to go for, and then you just and put in, like the subject subject yeah. prompt, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> that is pretty um, powerful. Yeah, so I've used the chat. Was it Chat GPT? Mm. I've used that a bit. It's yeah, it's it's very. I don't know. I haven't used it properly, but from what I have used, it's. Uh, it, it can be quite helpful, like, I guess, um, especially oh, yeah. like, as Tazia was saying about like writing tweets and things like that, because I've used it mm. to write, like I've done scheduled tweets before and I used, okay. I sort of said, write me a tweet using like I've made a new video. So write a tweet about this video, then I can like, schedule it. So it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's quite handy for doing things like that. Um, yeah, we will evangelize and we will convert you because <laughs> <laughs> I am like I am an AI advocate, but I am like proceed with caution. Yeah, I've, I've seen I've seen the Terminator and I've seen Matrix, so that yes. <laughs> the overall good thing is the investment in sort of setting up the notion, which will mean it will, it should be sort of going forward. Certainly from next month much easier to sort of schedule things way in advance so i feel like this year will be i mean the podcast has been pretty good for like guests and scheduling but yeah added in the live streams and everything just everything will be more smoother to uh, organize people yeah i think as well like i mean we're allowed to have a couple episodes that don't yeah <laughs> go according to plan that's fair that's fair yeah in no our, you're right however you're many right. we've done pretty well yeah, yeah. Like we're on the episode one hundred and thirty-three. Thirty-three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You are right. We have we've <laughs> we've done well. We've done well. It's a good. It's a good system. And I feel yeah, because yeah, we've been pretty consistent. And I feel like yeah, that's yeah. That's been good. Like offer 
like we're allowed to get things things are allowed to go wrong like perfectionism's not a thing we can be kinder yeah. um yeah cool like literally like got so much going on like trying to organize getting mm. 40 people for the photos and you know we've got the launch for the live stream and stuff like that yeah it's a lot is and you know what i was uh, yeah you're right yeah thank you for reminding that because the <laughs> like relatively speaking it's actually gone pretty smooth like doing like that the podcast and stuff but then also doing the uh the campaign the photo campaign and getting like we got 40 people i remember like a month ago we were like if we don't get 40 or technically got 38 but i'm waiting for a couple people we're like if we don't get this then we can still do these plans and stuff but we got 50 odd people filled out that form in in a month yeah like that's impressive yeah like we're literally going to manchester on yeah i know on wednesday to get photos like so it's less stressful than (laughs) (laughs) yeah so all this like the past week i mean the the one that's been a bit stressful is the t-shirts which should uh coming tomorrow um that was definitely cut into the wire yeah that's kind of yeah yeah that is we don't want to make a habit of that but yeah i mean stuff like that happens like i think god i think you should sign up for some extras work yeah just so you can come on set (laughs) And then see how bodged together films are. Oh, is it? Like, and when I say films, I mean like big budget films. <laughs> really? <laughs> and how much it's like, um, we need this. Uh, yeah, let's just get some uh, duct tape. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I feel like I'm forgetting something. I know what I'm forgetting. Notes. <laughs> <laughs> every time oh yeah that's it um cool so what we'll do yeah because i realize everyone's not been on the podcast which hasn't happened in a while so oh, yeah. Only, yeah yeah usually there's someone who, who knows how this works and, <laughs> so yeah this is our uh video game roundtable. so every so often for like twice or three times over the year we do a video game roundtable where sort of split into two parts we do First part is like games we've been playing, and then second part is a random sele- selection of news that we may or may not get to. Uh, there's always way more than we actually need, and then I'll just kind of pick um, as the conversation goes. But yeah, it's all very conversational, so feel free to chime in if there's something you're particularly interested in. I mean, I think that they've got the makings of something really great there. And I think that if people don't get too overly hyped and just take oh, it for what it is. <laughs> you mean one too much. It's going to be yeah. a great game. <laughs> You're asking a lot there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not no, overhyped. No. That's really the definition of the game. <laughs> this, I mean, that's, what, that's what Jeff Keighley does. Is like, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's made an industry it's of that. He's a gaming hype man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did watch uh, the E3 presentations and it might just be nostalgia speaking, but they did feel a bit more special uh, compared to what um, to what is being currently shown with Summer Games Fest. I think my, if I had to take a guess, like besides it being four hours long, which I'm pretty sure the old showcases weren't that long, um, is that because they're not beholden to any you know public one publisher or to any one platform, they show everything, which is great. You know, you get a great amount of variety. But at the same time, like it just means 
it's everywhere. Like it's if trying to get the widest audience possible. So for I imagine for a lot of people, they're not interested in the whole thing. So they can't pay attention to the whole thing, even if it wasn't four hours long, not to keep harping on about it. Uh, but at least with like, you know, at least if you watch like the PlayStation showcase or you watch the Xbox showcase or, you know, the Activision or Ubisoft showcases back in the day, you kind of knew what you were going in for or, or, or you or because you were interested in those things. So you could be a bit more focused on it and they weren't four hours. The thing with it is that accessibility isn't just about disability. Disability is mm. at the heart of it, absolutely. But everybody is different and has different capabilities. And the kind of impairments or um, effects that we might have on our capabilities, they can be permanent, but they might also be temporary or situational. So temporary mm. would be like, you know, breaking your arm or situational yeah. might be you're playing on a train and you don't have headphones, so you can't hear the sound or you can develop impairments as well as you get older. One of my mentors likes to say that we're all temporarily able-bodied. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. like <laughs> I love that because I love it because it's grim. Okay. It is grim, <laughs> but it's also true. <laughs> but it's also true. And looking back at the early Sonic games, obviously the later Sonic games, modern Sonic games, have a story, but the early ones, people just go, oh, they're just platform games. It's just level after level after level after level. It's like, no, if you look how the levels link, they are telling a story. The story, you start off in the Green Hill Zone, and it's pastoral and green and lovely, and then the next one, it's beginning to get a bit grungier, and then it's grungy and mm. grungy, and, and until literally the final level, you are running through tunnels in a massive machine. And that's Robotnik's mm. industrialization of Mobius, yeah. and you are the only person who can stop it. It's, a, it's not a complicated story, but, there. but it resonates, and we kind of absorb it almost unconsciously as we're playing the game. I think the worst part about this, though, is that, um, not necessarily the worst part about this, but the worst part that Nintendo's doing it, is that other companies, you can wait for a sale. Nintendo, <laughs> you know wow. that price point is <laughs> yeah. never going to change. Oh, no. I've I never seen anything hold value. I don't think <laughs> yeah. gold holds as much value as no. games. <laughs> I think I've seen gold prices drop more than I've seen Nintendo game prices <laughs> drop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, the last time I came on, yes. I didn't realize that, and I, I'm hoping my audio is so much better now. I I bought new recording equipment, and I was testing it out, and then the episode released, and I, I got so upset because I had plugged in my webcam, and it was picking <laughs> up the audio from the webcam and not from the mic. So my my mic uh, sounded like a potato, you. and it embarrassed <laughs> me as a podcaster, you know? I, I just felt so bad. <laughs> I'll blame Craig. Though. I'll blame Craig. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, we got it. We got it right this time. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Fingers crossed. It sounds like you're on a proper mic. And today we're going to hear the story behind Animator and Annie Fox founder Jide Johnson. Jide, welcome to the show. Hey guys, how's it going? Happy to be here. How you doing? Yeah, we're happy to have you. I'm going to stop because, huh? Sorry. Uh, I just had some like weird thing that my do, do I sound weird? You sound normal to me, or do I guess to Tazzy? Because um, um, I mean, you he, always sound different when you when you no, jump my, on Discord. Yeah, my input coming out of my webcam and not my microphone. Oh, that that okay. I was gonna so, say earlier, you sound oh wow, yeah, that's better. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> for, for some, just in my in the back of my head, I was like, for some reason, I don't think the input is right. 
Um, <laughs> uh, just quickly check. And there you go. This is the professional sounding. Yeah, no, that's how did I not notice the difference? Yeah, I was going to say, how did you notice? <laughs> because the, uh, the, the, the cost of both are very different. So I would hope that you would, you would notice the difference. Otherwise, I wasted that money on, <laughs> on this mic for nothing. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you sound a lot more uh, professional than that. Yeah, I must say, a big difference. Big difference. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Jide, you get a pass. Tazzy, you should have, <laughs> you should have known. Um, cool. To be fair, I always do the meetings with the, the, the cheap, uh, webcam. Anyway, we are going to take that from the top. Just going to refresh, rewind, refresh, take it from the top people. Also, I realized if we're doing this podcast, I'm saying if we we are doing this, yeah, we're, we're literally we're, doing it right now. To record. Like, Craig is here. <laughs> <laughs> that only means one thing <laughs> they don't, don't make social calls <laughs> Rufus commits an act of violence because he's witnessed an act of violence and then that inspires Nat to then go on a life of revenge and, and violence in that and you have that cycle that continues until someone breaks it but violence begets more violence and it's a uh, yeah, it's quite a, a sad one, but I feel that's something that was underlying in, in everything about this film. I don't know what you thought about that. Um, I didn't really think about it. <laughs> to be honest. Okay, was that just me overthinking <laughs> it? Maybe. All right. <laughs> just me then. Yeah, like, as soon as I saw, like, Mary come on screen, I was like, oh, mm. my God, I want to do a cosplay of this. And I've always really loved that, that kind of, like, era of clothing. And I've always just been like, oh, that's cool. I wish I could wear something like that. Whereas this was just, like, I didn't have to think about it. And I really loved, like, how, like, her hair was done as well. It was like, I can do that. I can just do it with, with mm. my hair. <laughs> my my lecture, <laughs> like, I can do this. I can do this whole look. I don't feel like <laughs> like I have to look at it from a from a um, distance, and I just really love that. So that's kind of like you know to that point of it is. It's just it's it's cool to have black characters doing cool things that like especially when it's a genre that you enjoy watching, and it finally to have representation. Her hair is always like because I was thinking like her hair is just. It's just great. It's just so natural and normal and hasn't been battled with. But she, I don't know whether it's her personally, I, I wonder if it is, just always makes a point of having her natural hair and not kind of under a wig or straightened. You mean actually Regina King? The... Um, sorry? No. As in, you yeah, mean Regina Elizabeth. King, like the actor makes that point? Re Regina. Oh, sorry. You said Trudy. So oh. Tazzy said Trudy. So I was like, yeah. yeah. No, I said Mary. Oh, did I hurt Trudy? Sorry, that's my mistake. <laughs> that's, on, that's on me. That's on me. For me, it came out of nowhere. I was like, I don't know these characters, but I, I love this film. And at that point, why was his name escaping me? Uh, Peter Quill. Peter Quill, there you go. Chris Pratt. <laughs> I literally just said it. <laughs> <laughs> I, what, I was watching like an episode of Friends <laughs> and it's one where like Rachel is like dating this guy and she just wants him to open up and he finally opens up and he's talking about how he got the nick nickname Chicken, Chicken as a kid 
And then she's like, cool, well, I'd really want to eat. Should we, like, what should I pick up? It's like, Ross is also dating the daughter of oh, the guy. <laughs> I remember that. And then she's like, let's order, I don't know, like, I can't remember specifically what it was, but they were ordering Chinese, and it was like, maybe like sweet and sour chicken or something. And then he's just like, why would you chicken? And she's like, I just wanted food. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, sometimes... Depending on where you are, something can affect you differently. To take the initiative, or they were sending you up? Um, they did not send you up. They would oh. say, yeah, after you finish your running shift, they'd just give you the advice. They'd say, you know, do some networking, speak to some people, try not to, like, try not to, like, disturb anyone too much or anything like that, but see if you can strike up a relationship with anyone upstairs. And if you can, then maybe you could start learning what they do and take bits of work off them and help their work go faster. Like the stuff that was important was all that, you know, maths, physics and that sort of thing, which, you know, I'm still a huge fan of today. The responsibility is on you to take the initiative to then go up to the 3D labs, which were on the third floor at that time. And, um, and basically network with animators and try and see if you could actually help work on any adverts or TV shows. So you were expected to take the initiative or they were sending you up? Um, they did not send you up. They would oh. say, yeah, after you finish your running shift, they'd just give you the advice. They'd say, you know, do some networking, speak to some people, try not to like, try not to like disturb anyone too much or anything like that, but see if you can strike up a relationship with anyone upstairs. And if you can, then maybe you could start learning what they do and take bits of work off them and help their work go faster. I think I eventually want to produce films to have somebody's story be heard or have the audience feel something that I can't always convey um, in words. And I feel like cinema was like the best sweet spot for that, that I decided on. So, you know, in the future, when me and Nigel are still doing this podcast and we're on like episodes, I don't know, 500, 1000? Yeah, 557. That sounds oh, right. Five fifty seven, wow. yeah. <laughs> five episode five fifty seven, we'll talk about one of your movies, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, we I'll need be to looking do that. forward like, to yeah. it. So we'll be like that, oh we we knew her when when uh when no one else did, like <laughs> we'll be there. Oh yeah. I definitely ended up also loving cinema even more when like I started to realize that okay, black re representation is like not there. It's like it's either there or it's not represented in a good light on top of them, on top of the industry, not having a lot of black directors mm -hmm. that go in so many different genres. So I just feel like I definitely want to represent, you know, black individuals and people of color in such a positive light in a lot of places on top of cinema. And I think I could, I'll be able to do that or at least try to and find people that can help me down the road. Definitely. Definitely. Well, um, we, we believe in you and uh, we're going to clip this in the future. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, yes. we're totally going backstage and we're just going to like, hey, we, <laughs> we had that I've first got you. <laughs> I've got you. Okay. So when you're bouncers and you're like security trying to push us away, just remember. remember this. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll snap it too. I'll have it in my back pocket in my archives. Head 
<laughs> I don't know where that analogy was going. I'm going to start that again. <laughs> uh, only my brain knows what what the next word was going to be there. Um, let, let's let's rewind. Um, right, we are neck deep. That's what it was. Neck deep. Okay, I'm going to start that again because I've just like totally uh, butchered that. To work with us and our and the MyMad team across comics, video game content, video games, and comic. Uh, let me do that again. The wizard Vitruvius is blinded when he fails to protect a super weapon called the Craggle, which is a tube of crazy glue with the label partially scratched, which is hilarious, from the evil Lord of Business. But prophecies that a person called the Special will find a piece of resistance capable of stopping the Craggle before being clipped. Let me do that again because uh, tone is everything. <laughs> but prophesizes. What do you know about the UK? Like, what, what do you what do you hear about us? It's what, I feel we should ask this of every foreign <laughs> guest. Like, what what news travels about us over there? I feel like I've met a lot of people that travel there, and they absolutely love it because it feels so homey. I don't know what that sound. I don't know what it feels like, and I just want to experience it for myself. Okay, like home, home. Um, yeah, like homey. Like it feels okay, homie, comfortable. Okay, okay. Like they don't feel like they're. Um, in a very touristy yeah. country. Do you do you feel homey, Tazzy? <laughs> I mean, it's my home, so yeah. <laughs> by definition, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also really love UK's infrastructure and their buildings, and I really want oh, yeah, to explore different buildings. history. I love that. I love history. And learning about and learning about that and seeing the beauty of different buildings. And I also want also want to go into some some of your castles you have out there. That are yeah, just we've got a bunch old. of castles. Yeah, I really want to check those out. If I, I feel like of, I've not been to enough castles now. <laughs> I want to go into a castle. I also feel like there's a lot of open space, more grassland. Just chill. It's something I definitely want to try out and try out some f- different foods that are there. The bread, the tea. We oh yeah, we got tea. Yeah, yeah, we got we got tea down. Tea and I don't know what else do we do. Fish and chips. Uh, fish and chips. Too, so. I heard you. I heard you guys have really good like appetizers and bread. I feel like the French have got the bread thing. Yeah, down. really. I think so. Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, it, it, yeah. actually, is it like you don't actually don't want to go to bed? You want it, You were thinking France the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that might that like gives you a gauge of like how many London accents there are. Right. <laughs> and that would make the sense. Whole of the UK it is like that. Like <laughs> Right. Yeah, New York is strong and that's where I'm from. But I don't have the accent anymore as I've been living in the South for like oh my god, like fourteen years now. I've been here for a while, so Oh. Yeah, that, that low accent long gone, even though people here know that I'm not from here. Yeah, like they they know that this is not a my voice is not like a southern. Even though I say y'all, like that's my favorite thing. Come on, y'all! But <laughs> I love y'all. No, I'm I not y'all. Right, y'all? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and how has you said that like cosplaying helps with your confidence? Is there other ways that it's impacted your life, whether that's personally or professionally? I think both. It just made me feel at home. Um, I've always felt like. I never really gravitated towards a lot of people in person. So I think cosplaying made me really connect to my safe place. It really made me embrace myself, made me meet so many people. 
it helped me with my confidence and it really made me love myself even more when I put on a character that I enjoy and I look amazing regardless of who they look like. It really gave me like a special place in my heart to really be like, okay, I can do this and this is what I'm good at and I know I'm good at it. Anime has such a wildly different effect on my mental state than like Western TV. How do you mean? So when I watch Western TV, I tend to get a lot more like negative feelings, but not just negative feelings, like way, like a lack of motivation, uh, low energy. But when I watch a lot of anime, I tend to have, (laughs) yeah, I have like just a way more positive outlook on life. I tend to feel more, more confident, more like just all the better of emotions. And then I've just seen on X on Twitter slash X. I don't know if anyone uh, has heard of or follows Robert Blake. Um, He's like a creative entrepreneur. And he's just done a big post thing about Shonen getting... The anime gets a bad rap and that uh, the values promoted in Shonen uh, would be much better influence on young boys and men. At least from from the perspective we've had so far, that this film is sort of built around the idea of that multiverse storytelling. Like, the, the whole Spider-Verse franchise is that. Whereas a lot of the other shows and, and TV, well, TV and film stuff that we've got about different multiverse stuff, uh, aside from this, has been, like, the multiverse aspects, but an afterthought to sort of spice up the, the genre or whatever. Looking at you, Flash. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's... it's um, there's more of a direct line to the multiverse as part of the storytelling. Like you can't tell this story without there being a multiverse aspect. I think it's stronger for it. When you talk about in the black culture where we understand things like the hot comb, like when we were younger and like, you know, how they have to get the the smell of it and all that kind of stuff. He said, that's a cultural thing. And in order to do that, you need to have someone that understands it. And I think sometimes, and it feels like, Everyone who made that film and who's developing those characters understands. Yeah, they either have people from those backgrounds that, that are doing it, or or those people themselves understand or have been around those cultures, so they understand how to kind of give it, you know, what you call truth, like authenticity to what you're seeing on screen. I think that's something really interesting to think about in terms of like you've got Lord and Miller doing the helming on this, and he and you know they're they're ostensibly they're a pair of white guys. <laughs> but they're allowing the talented people that they're Absolutely. working with to really inform these characters in the storyline and add flavor to the sauce, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And it is that idea of you can, yeah, you, you can allow others to come into the process. So yes, you, you can have producers and directors from, from different backgrounds. That's definitely a positive and needs to happen. But then those that are there already can also allow others into the process and you can still come up with something that is like diverse, is is different, is informed and authentic. And it's just like different ways to uh, to tackle the problem. So yeah, no, I really like how they've uh, addressed that with the, the characters and the the different dimensions that they go to and just getting that authentic representation in a way that doesn't yeah, it doesn't cr- clutter the story or it helps build the story up and in a yeah in a way that doesn't beat people over the head with diversity because that's uh, not always the best way to go about it 
it just feels authentically diverse. It feels like this could be a real life neighborhood because we just we just have different people, which lo and behold, oh dear, happens in, <laughs> yeah. happens in a neighborhood. Like you know, no one. It doesn't feel like anyone is there for diversity's sake. They just feel like they're there because they should be. It's like that's where they, they live, live, right? There. Because yeah. they live there, like. <laughs> Even um, what you briefly touched on earlier, Charlie, about um, Raul, like it doesn't over, it doesn't go into like a big explanation of like a trans character. It just has, I think um, it's when Raul's mum is on the phone, clearly is like just correcting the other person. Yeah, and she's had to do it on the other end of the phone multiple times. But like it was, it felt so authentic because I've I've had those I've had that conversation. Yeah, I've had that where I'm just him. Da, da, da. Yeah, no, we've been over this. Him, <laughs> like <laughs> every time someone's using the wrong pronoun, you're like, you just Absolutely. correct them. Like you don't even you just correct them and carry on with the conversation, right? Yeah, it's a bit weird, but I think yeah, it's very. Um, even though you have some very sensual moments, it's quite. As I said, quite wholesome and quite naive, like looking back at teenage. Um, I think Nigel is like, I'm falling down from the chair after. Like, oh, no. So I was like, wait, what did you just say? <laughs> well, yeah, so my journey. So um, basically, I've been in the industry for like, I think, 15, 16 years. And then, so I started working in a company that went under four years. <laughs> oh, mm. <laughs> Oh, sorry, that's my uh, creaky, uh, creaky equipment. Don't worry. <laughs> we changed it so much, uh, thinking that it would fit everyone, uh, thinking that it would fit everybody. But I don't, yeah, I think it's quite hard to pick something that is for absolutely everybody. So, like, by the time, so by the time the moment they came along and they wanted changes, I was a little bit like, no, I'm not changing <laughs> <laughs> because of the mistakes we've made in the past. So I was quite hard on it. Um, and we were lucky, like Ollie, um, one of the uh, Ollie Hyatt, one of the Bruzio founders. So he was really, he was kind of like our mentor. He was like, "You have to take it. You go do this because you know." Yeah. So we, we, yeah, we had a bit of guidance, and I think eventually we did. Yeah, added, we add actually added extra characters in it, and yeah, it was fine. I think I think what's most important is that like, you have to, you do have to remember, it's a collaborative process, and by the time <laughs> you're in production, you've got a team of seventy people. So you know, you can't really um, be too rigid really but you do have to be careful not to uh, allow changes that affects the core of your of your of your yeah, of your universe and yeah what, what your what your starting message is it's just incredible i've always had people who just that gave me a chance where i remember like you have to there was like projects going on and you know you have to choose your teammates and then you get people that obviously you know i can't write or read very well you know back then so that's a bit of a problem right yeah. Um, but then, <laughs> but then some kids they noticed I could draw, so they were like, "Why don't you help? Why don't you join us and you can draw our pictures?" And I think that was yeah, that's one of the stories I always like carry with me that how hard these kids tried to include me, and it's kind of later what inspired us to make Millie and Lou. So that's kind of those kind of heroes is kind of like where the Millie character comes from. Uh, even yeah. though the design kind of looked like me, but really her kind of the inside of her is the embodiment of all these people that helped me in the past. I really like how um, also with their stories, we see that, oh my God, hiccup. Um, we see 
You know how, like, the, a lot of people say we're really not that far removed from homelessness? And you're maybe, like, one or two paychecks away from being homeless? So, so I really liked... Why do I hiccup up so this in it? <coughs> oh, gosh, I need to... Oh, gosh, you. God, and now I've got the hiccup. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna end up having to end up out sneezes and hiccups. How are you, Tazzy? Yeah, I'm good. I'm currently in Portugal. Oh, nice. Where? Um, that is a good question. You know, I don't actually know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> they put a bag over your head and just when <laughs> you got to the airport. <laughs> and it's funny the pushback we get when we invite new people on, or like people that have never guessed before. They're like, "Oh, but." I don't have a like a, like a positive opinion on this film or oh I don't know if people like my opinion on it. It's like it doesn't matter. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be fair, I'd say like because um, obviously if I want to be critical of a certain aspect of a show, I don't want to be branded with something that I'm not. You know, so I can see, for example, like if you're having me on to oh, talk about uh, I don't know Obi Wan. Like, Obi-Wan had probably the most dreadful cast of characters. <laughs> For me, it was a complete train wreck. Did you think? And nobody in it was good. Not even, he's, and Obi's... Not even the, oh, the, the layer was it. good. It's terrible. And, and <laughs> you know, and so, and, but if I come on and I say that, there's going to be some portion of people that will right, be like... Actually, that's a fair point. Yeah. I, I, actually, I, I get that. Because if, especially if they if they don't know you and it's like, that's the only thing they're hearing. And I was, it, like, it's like it's yeah, I, I can appreciate that. Yeah. We, 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 before this all happened, we had all sorts of characters and all sorts of diversity. We all loved them or hated them, and it was amazing. Like, Mace Windu was great, and I don't know, there was someone else that was bad or goofy, and it was just kind of, you know, simpler to talk about stuff, just saying I like it or I don't like it. It doesn't have to be deeper than that, you know? Yeah, so I can yeah. see how some people might want to be like, uh, I don't like this thing, but I don't want to be branded as some weird... Mm. I don't think that's what they're thinking, though. Because oh. <laughs> a lot of the time they specifically say, I don't want to like bring the podcast down. Like, oh, okay. Oh, you've heard like, say that. <laughs> yeah, they specifically said, Oh, because I don't like, I don't think it'll be okay for like your podcast. And we're like, No, we don't oh, care. Right. We no, want, we want everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. I think everything's great. So if you think it's terrible, it's like perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you also agree with me. That's also great because then I get someone to agree with. But like, in terms of. I think people think we try and make the podcast a certain thing, and it's like no, we just invite people on that want to talk, and oh, right. like no. your your opinion is valid regardless of what it is. And in that sense, it doesn't matter. Obviously, if people have like however they want to be seen as a personal brand, that's that's different. But this is people like, but oh, we don't know if it's the right tone for the podcast. And it's like let us decide that. <laughs> Our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> podcast and because uh because i listen to i listen i mean i don't listen every episode but i will i will tune in in a few per year and i listen to the total Roll and thunder and i was like yep that's about right like it's not which one <laughs> like it, it's um i don't think you guys like everything i think you guys have a oh love and thunder okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like most things Lord, that's like one of the few that i was like <laughs> yeah no i can see how people don't like that one <laughs> yeah, yeah but i feel like uh, if you I think it's also a sign of respect because if you have a guest on and they're going to start to kind of like 
like if you don't really give your opinion, I really respect in the people that you're talking to. You know, mm-hmm. like it's, it's like you're kind of lying to them in a way, like in a very sort of very superficial way. But you're kind of, mm. you know, you yeah, they want to like give them your real feelings. You know, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I think once people have been on once, then they're like. Oh, okay. No, like you don't literally don't care. We're like, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to tell you. <laughs> but it's when people. Which yeah, makes you wonder how, because yeah. I guess we, we've not, I mean, I've, I've not guessed on many podcasts and it tends to be people I already know or mm. in some capacity. But so I imagine there's people who like, you know, you like, you must have this kind of view or we expect this kind of view, I guess. Is that yeah. what's happening? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think people are just shocked at how genuine we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's just that. Yeah. So there's kind of like a communication like channel. Then there's kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> I'm I'm very good to have on a podcast because <laughs> um, words are hard. Um, words are hard. <laughs> words are super difficult. <laughs> awesome. So a lot of people. I mean, you just meant. Sorry, I'm going to restart that sentence because my brain was like. <laughs> You're good, don't worry. <laughs> Processing and like, no, we're going to change. All right. 8pm, getting your creative, creative video. I can word, I promise. So this is the part where we do like to throw up. Throw up? Huh. I'm going to start that again because that's not the, <laughs> that's not the not. image I want. <laughs> uh, I think I'm ready. So we will go in three. Where, was that? <laughs> What happened? Because I just, I just thought I'd put peaches in in the YouTube search, and uh, <laughs> there's just some funny stuff there. There's like, obviously, there's a one hour loop. We knew that was going to happen. <laughs> there's like a two times faster, a ten times faster. <laughs> I'm getting the tab up right now, so <laughs> as soon as we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, it's going to be a funny one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> mm, so I'll, I'll give my my quick take. But first, has anyone heard of the the Phoenix Fire Commander? Nope, didn't think so. So this is an extra large safe. It has two hours of fire protection, high security key locking pad, digital keypad, or fingerprint locking. It has adjustable shells, double walled steel body and door. It has has a safe inside the safe high quality safe this safe is not as safe as a mario film that is what i took away from that <laughs> i was like where are you <laughs> this film is so safe <laughs> yeah it's an accurate description yeah yeah <laughs> I'm getting my letter boxed up because I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure I rated the 1993 one higher than the uh, the new oh, one. Wow. I'm gonna see. Uh, yep, I rated <laughs> I rated the the current one, the 2023 film, two stars, uh, and I rated the 1993 one four stars out of wow. five. Wow, <laughs> I loved you. it. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> we, need to, we need to study you and uh, yeah. figure out how that works. Um, seems to be pretty consistent now because I did this, I tested it earlier today and I had OBS open. So it must be something in, it must be Discord. Dis- or Discord plus OBS. 
Do you have okay? Here's a question: Do you have a gazillion tabs open? Um, define yeah. gazillion. <laughs> uh, gazillion. <laughs> <laughs> by the <laughs> by the having to think of it yes. like let me just open up another tab so i can google gazillion <laughs> all right well i'll do the driver thing uh if not i'll just do the streaming without um recording and then i can just download it from twitch uh anyway good luck uh, and i'll take some time to reflect on my chrome use usage uh, another day <laughs> oh, tabs. I, I do have a lot of tabs open to be fair <laughs> save them as bookmarks if you need to they just don't need to be open <laughs> i'm stressed thinking about you having multiple tabs open. <laughs> i can't do more than eight eight's uh, like my limit way past that <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of like every time I've looked at Nigel's laptop, <laughs> there's like, <laughs> I kid you not, the precise number of a gazillion times yeah. <laughs> <tabs> open. <laughs> Okay. like it's to the point where there's like the dot 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 like you know the bit where it can't fit any more actual tabs in yeah so it's just like you have more tabs open here <laughs> it's just that but infinitely yeah. i do have a problem i was in fact even today i was like i opened something and i couldn't see where it was is because the window was too small so i had to like enlarge the window so the rest of the tabs could be seen I don't do that for desktop, but on my phone, I've got so many yeah. tabs open on Firefox. When it goes over 100, it changes from a number to the infinity symbol. And so I've just have it looks like I have infinity tabs open. I think that's just very funny. Yeah, I do it on my phone, but I think yeah. that's different. Phone's different. Yeah. yeah. I actually, weirdly, more mindful of that on my phone. Oh, really? Than on my okay. computer. Your phone, like, doesn't use the process of an open tab in the background. Like, it doesn't. It doesn't run anything. But when you have tabs open on PC, it's running a process yeah. in the background. It's, it's using resources. You're doing it the wrong way around. <laughs> People like to call the shop and spoil us movies and stuff. So, <laughs> That's a good point, actually. You're in the worst place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hadn't thought of that. I do so many uh, jumps and I have headphones at the cinema not to watch trailers. And... The, the other day, the Funko Pops from the Flash movie came in, and they were, like, all there. They had, like, the villains. The, do you guys watch the trailers for that? I have not seen... I, well, I don't avoid trailers. I just... I never try... Okay, and... yeah, yeah. So, in the trailer, there is, like, a big character that I didn't know was in the movie. And if oh, I didn't okay. know it was in the movie, it would have been an amazing surprise. But that mm. See, that's one thing. Trailers, they give too There's, much away. Yeah. I like, I like the Deadpool teasers, because they're never the film. They're just... <laughs> Ryan Reynolds talking about <laughs> being Deadpool, right? Yeah. And I'm like, that's how all trailers should be in some capacity. Like, they should not, I don't want to see, I don't want to see anything. I'm yeah. the person that I don't even want to see costumes. Like, I want to be watching it and be like, wow, like everything is amazing because I've never seen it before. Yeah. <laughs> And then you have people like, oh, all the best bits were in the trailer, all the best jokes were in the trailer. It's like, that's completely fine if you watch them in the movie. <laughs> like, it just, <laughs> yeah. The trailers, I get all the best bits in the movie. Because, <laughs> you know, just, yeah. I actively avoid trailers for things I know I want to see. Yeah. Well done. Mm. And then everything else is fine. Like, I'll watch the trailers in the movie because then it's like, I will discover new stuff. That's the point of a trailer, right? To discover 
is to advertise you to watch something that you wouldn't otherwise watch. There's no point in me watching a Marvel trailer because I'm going to watch a Marvel film. Like, (laughs) you just have to say Spider-Man and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to see that (laughs) film. So I don't need a trailer. I don't need anything other than the title. (laughs) Yeah, and just tell me the time and place. Yeah. But then like Bullet Train, I had no idea about that film's existence. Uh, Saw the trailer in the cinema. I was like, ooh, I want to see this film. Watched it and loved it. Like, that's what the purpose of a trailer is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I never get people that sit there and like wait for the latest trailer to drop for things they know they're gonna see yes it's just odd like, okay. you have like, okay. like trailer reaction teaser trailer reaction breakdown of every frame oh, yeah and, like, and they pick out all weird. the easter eggs and basically just flesh out the whole film from the trailer yeah. and i'm like <laughs> yeah um now what's the point in you going <laughs> One of the key things for our podcast uh, we talk about stories across pop culture uh, we don't always talk about new stuff so don't feel you have to bring up the latest it's just Very what nice. have you discovered new this year so far what are you enjoying tazzy will be leading the discussion mostly because uh, she is our very accomplished host but also because i'm doing a live stream which i don't usually do and it's going to require all my mental capacity just to keep it going on stream <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Story X Story Podcast mid-season special live stream. This is the show where we discuss stories across pop culture plus give you advice on creating your own. It's a live stream special. <laughs> it's a live stream special and I'm Maya Mada, creative director and co-host Tazzy. And I am also a co-host and my Mada co-founder. I've got a lot of co's in my name, uh, Nigel. (laughs) (laughs) Before that, you can check out our My Mada Meet the Team video to find out more about our brand and what we do uh, when we're not podcasting. We are good. And we are on time. Look at that. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's something everything. else. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. We are now going to swap you out for our next two guests and see. I wonder if I can get this done before the video ends. I believe. All right. Let's try. Let's try. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, thank you, everyone. So we're going to, yeah, you're free. You're free to go. Thank hey, you. We will... Enjoy the sun. It's been like so lovely chatting with you guys. Like we'll stay connected on socials and yeah, hopefully paths cross again very soon for more chopping it up. I feel like we still had so much more to say. Yeah, I no, we could. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know she yeah. wanted to talk more about Jeff Healy, so I can <laughs> tell. <laughs> just make a water cooler room in this chat here and then we can get into that <laughs> yeah. and just schedule that to yeah. Seriously, like yeah. I would totally yeah. <laughs> Like four hours will go by and we're still here and I'm just like, I hate his shoes. <laughs> I it's two things, right? It's like the, the games that were that are being announced and then how they're being presented. I think there is wiggle room, especially from like smaller organizations. Like I don't mind the direct format if we're talking about like a guerrilla collective or if we're talking about um like the wholesome direct. Like I think that, that that makes sense in that context but i think there is this overall or overarching like sense of safety from the bigger names that is just boring i'm so sorry like it, it's just boring and like i i would i would like to see some experimentation i want to see like 
take a risk take a risk you know it, it might not work but i would much rather that than just like here's here's the stuff here's jeff Keeley. here oh here he goes he's, he's gonna talk on a stage and 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 that's and that's gonna be it like oh my god like i i you know what people used to cringe at them even the skits i'm like give me a skit like give me a funny little mm. bit like i love yeah, a little yeah. jokey joke like just the unpredictability oh, yeah because yeah. you know it could go yeah. to so many different places even if it's pre-recorded it just shows some forethought that like yes i care about like not not just about the game but i care about how this is going to be perceived right i actually went for uh, a run just to uh oh shake everything good out. for you <laughs> Yeah, it, it yeah it helped, but then also the yeah just the post Comic Con uh, kind of thing is like well oh, I just need to yeah just get as much rest this week as I can. We'll see how that battle shakes out, but uh, yeah, uh, I yeah I need to go for a run at some point this week. So I didn't go last week. So you guys are so active. I don't ever do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, like, if I don't, my body and mind just shuts down. <laughs> yeah, I feel that as well. Like, I feel like I, I know it's when I don't do something. I just, yeah, I need to move. Even if it's like the only time in the day, like some uh, strenuous movement, but it just has to be done. Yeah. And it's sunny outside. Yeah, so, yeah. exactly. That's why I was like, I need to go for a walk at least. I just need to like go out. In the sun, it was a very short walk because I like left. <laughs> and I was like, I really want to turn back, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah, I'm I'm also a, a fair weather runner, so once it gets too cold, I'm like, I'm I'm in. I'm not trying to. Sometimes I see people like running and it's like, really cold. I'm like, fair, mm. fair play to you. I I yeah, no, nah, it's too cold. <laughs> it's one of those not... things where you're like, well done, you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for my window. my house is nice <laughs> yeah. and cozy yeah. and warm. <laughs> That's one of the things I need to make a, a big part of our, I don't know, our induction, our training is like how to write emails because uh, <laughs> apparently they're not doing that at school. So, <laughs> oh, mm, uh, that's interesting. Oh yeah, so no, it's like what do you tell them? What's your training? So the training is in progress, but some of the things I've had to say is is weird thing. Like um, people will like I'll send an email, and instead of replying to that email, people will start a new email. And then send the answer. Mm. That just baffles me. Like, I don't even understand. <laughs> or um, there's a list of things. I try to the the classic one for me is like the not do the reply all when there's multiple people on the the email thread. So keep having to remind people. It just struck yeah. me that email looping people in, looping people in, just remembering to do that. Just that email etiquette is, is just not being done at school because like mm. some people get it, but it's just clear that it's not it's not a standard thing that's been done. Yeah, I also find that one of the key things is not to read and imagine the tone of the other person. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fun. true. Yeah, that's for anyone. Like, yeah. <laughs> and not trying to argue with you. They're just they're busy, so they might write a very direct. Just short. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A full stop busy. doesn't mean they hate you. Is uh, <laughs> yeah. Always put a smiley face. I think that's my. Pay. That always helps. Yeah. <laughs> so they know you're like happy. Yeah. All that's going to go in the uh, in the email yeah. training. Maybe maybe um, not in the first email, you know. But once you have a bit no, of interaction, yeah. stick in the smiley face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all about it. Yeah, the right place and time. Right place and time. 
Yeah, if you like, if you like, get too worried about something. Oh, but is it possible for someone's arm to bend that far or whatever? But it's like, <laughs> what's more important for me is that the motion is conveyed. So if he's like really stretching his arm back to throw something, like I don't mm. mind breaking reality a little bit just to get that across. Yeah, yeah. particularly like anime manga, that, that kind of. Yeah, fits, right? exactly. <laughs> but like some, but like some, especially younger artists, will get really in the woods with like, oh, but that's that's not realistic. Oh, my 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 little you know mannequin that I have in my table can't stretch that far but then it like it comes out looking a bit like there's less impact to it you know what i mean and that kind of led to like one of my favorite lines or monologues from from the father where he was like um uh, I, I think ki kiwu asked him asked him what his plan was um for de for dealing with you know the the housekeeper and her husband and he he basically said uh if you if you make a plan life never works out that way you know, just like everybody else in the gym, they they didn't expect to end up in the gym, you know, sleeping today. So, you know, that just kind of hit home that, you know, you can plan to have the life you want or, you know, you can plan to get wealth and, you know, live in, in, a, in a rich house and everything. But life is going to always like throw you that curveball. Don't worry about the perfect answer. The idea is like, it's important to hear people think about it, if that makes sense. Yeah. One of the things that we do, or I try and do when we have, whenever we do like our interviews, whether they're like recorded or in person or live stream, or whatever, is show people thinking about their answers. Because I know with like with young people, why well, I personally prefer, it, but I think sometimes with young people, if you like, if you bring the person who's sort of super polished. Mm -hmm. and just has yeah. all the right answers it is yeah. the the disconnect is there's like because they don't feel <laughs> like that whereas yeah. if you show someone who's like thinking about the answer and like oh what uh, i hadn't thought that or then it's a bit more relatable because like oh they they're not 100 percent sure and they had to think about it and that's a bit more so your your answer like whatever the words are your your answer is more relatable because you had to think about it versus oh i i have all the answers and it's like super polished that makes sense Okay. <laughs> I'm now just thinking, what am I going to say? <laughs> Makes sense. And another thing I'm, I was very curious, because obviously when I got your email, I was like, okay, why have I been asked? Why have I, have <laughs> I been summoned? You know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, okay. and not in a rude way. I'm just, I'm just curious <laughs> about curious. it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. So we, came out of nowhere. we try, so this one particularly, because we were, so we actually had you on a, on a list anyway, <laughs> but this okay. was going to happen later in the year, but we had to make what, some what changes to the schedule. What was to have me on for? No, for this episode. So this, so oh, this, this title, yeah, it was just going to be later uh, in, but we, and we were going to do something else today, but we had to swap like guests. So what we try and do is, is as best as we can match guests to the type of story we think okay. will resonate. So some people are specific, not maybe that's not the right word, but like, so we know you talk about anime, so we know there's a likelihood of if we're doing an anime, you might want to, either you've seen it already or you might yeah. be interested in watching it. And there's some people who are more like general. Um, and I might have sort of mis <laughs> miscast you as well. So feel free to shout if that's the case. But yeah, just we try and match the episodes to the person, what we think they might be interested in. So it's I think, worked just about so far. I think you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. yeah, we. What well, could you change it? And because um, now we were going to talk about Avatar, but then for some reason I just felt Dylan would like Whiplash, so <laughs> you uh, right, took a yeah. flyer. And, yeah. 
And I was not watching Avatar in this time. So yeah. like. <laughs> you know what? I didn't want to watch it either. But funny thing, I was I happened to be like on a break and we just needed something to watch. And we went through literally everything that was showing and the timings just weren't working. So I ended up watching it. And to be honest, it was all right. I, I was kind of surprised. Yeah. I was kind of surprised. I didn't expect it to be as... Uh, and I say good as it was. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I was, you know, it wasn't bad. I was entertained. I was, I was also entertained. I mean, it was, it was a whiplash, so I thought that was a better discussion yeah, I mean, than Avatar would have been. But uh, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I, what I didn't like was months before its release. You know, reading stuff like, "Oh my goodness, the scenes are just making me cry," and oh, I just couldn't believe. I was like, "Really? I can't wait to see the first clips of this." <laughs> And then I saw the first clips and I was like, okay. But anyway, maybe that's for another episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll get you back on. The yeah. Next time, yeah. <laughs> we'll do that. But, we'll do um, it eventually. <laughs> yeah. You don't want me ranting about Avatar. Honestly, <laughs> or maybe we do. That's pretty much what Trigger does anyway. That they're animation is very elastic their characters are elastic mm-hmm. they're very i mean guru lagan it's like it is people that watched before episode seven and people that watched after episode seven and i think cyberpunk has this effect that is like episode six and then everything yeah changed. yeah and um, it's definitely taking no prisoners it just it's very surprising like every turn every and it's not just story wise it's animation wise mm-hmm. things will look very different this panel and and there is a sort of like a an ever morphing uh, sort of um experience as you're watching it there's kind of a, a trope of like the damsel in distress tied to the tracks It's very you know the villain will tie the, the screaming uh damsel to the tracks and the hero has to come and uh save her before the train once so I was very old kind of stereotype and I don't know if this isn't if this is intentional or, or I'm just seeing patterns and and projecting but she's on the track but she has all the power <laughs> like she's so like just completely confident that this train is going to stop and she doesn't flinch she doesn't blink or maybe she blinks I don't know I wasn't watching that closely but uh, <laughs> she just does not move I, although I do feel the horse blink that horse was not uh, I don't know if you uh, I was, I was impressed that. with that the horse stayed <laughs> that, that uh, there was a scene I'm sure I'm sure I saw this I saw that horse look at Trudy and be like are you sure <laughs> uh, I also quite liked how some of the tracks like bled into the character action so there were moments like when we first see Mary uh, she's leading that song that everyone in the the space joins in on. Then later on, oh, I can't remember which character, but another character initiates a song that Nat um, joins in on, and some of the other characters sing on is sort of that. Uh, I didn't like that. Why was it all of a sudden a musical? Because there were moments. Um, it was <laughs> yeah. You did. You weren't a fan. What was your problem with that? <laughs> what was my problem with it? Yeah. Why are you bursting into song? <laughs> to do all of a sudden oh let's all just sing let's just sing no some of us do that <laughs> some of us yeah, some of us do that all the time but maybe I'm just jealous because nobody else joins me when I do it you're hanging out with the wrong people <laughs> you need to join an outlaw gang that's what you need okay I've just got like cheering fans in the background <laughs> I don't know but Beyonce's kidding it by the way, just, <laughs> just so you know, from what I can hear out of my window. Uh, Is she here? Oh, she's uh, here now. I, d- I didn't even realise she was... 
in yeah. Tottenham. Yeah, it's Tottenham Stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, okay. okay. Hold on, who's this? Beyonce. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, what's name? Oh, is that what you're talking about? Blue Ivy was performing. She performed the other day, right? Was it yesterday or something? No, I'm right she now. The... She's performing oh. right now. <laughs> oh, because I can oh, hear it through my window. Um, I am also very tired and my voice is slightly hoarse. <laughs> um, it's, been a, it's been a long week and a long weekend. Uh, so, because we just had Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I was in Manchester on Thursday evening for an event up there. Um, and I've just been kind of like on the go all week. Um, and I slept for 10 hours last night. Went, I slept like a rock for 10 hours last night <laughs> and I'm still very, very tired. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear yeah, you. other than that, I'm really good. Ah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, sorry. Right. So ready to go when you are now. Should I, let me just turn on the mic. All right, cool. It's going to be funny. <laughs> it's going to be funny recording. <laughs> They'll be like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got it. We got it. We can do this. We can do this. Yeah. We can catch one jokes on, guys. and we can... Grab some Red Bulls, man. Grab some Red Bulls. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm relying on all you lot to do the heavy lifting, cool. quite frankly. We were relying my, on you. My you plan know? is just <laughs> to float around <laughs> in the background. <laughs> 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 that was, that was my plan. Right now, we're all, we're all Spider-Man pointing at each yeah. other. He's like... He's <laughs> 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 like... <laughs> so that's all... You're caught up with the Mayamata universe. Now let's talk about stories that we've been enjoying this week. Uh, and I realized I forgot to uh, have us all put a story. So we're going to freestyle this section. Go ahead, Tazzy. <laughs> Completely forgot about the section. <laughs> <laughs> tired. We're all tired, okay? It's been a long weekend for everyone. <laughs> we're going to have a spoiler-free discussion about what stories everyone has been reading, watching, or playing. We'll start with our guests. So I don't know who wants to go first, Jason or Rich, whoever's got uh, a story in mind. I'll go, I'll go, for, I'll go first. Well, hold on, what's, hold on, what are we doing? So, so you know what, like, I, I'm tired as well. All right. What, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> you like volunteer yourself as, as tribute, but don't even know what you're yeah, yeah, volunteering exactly. for. <laughs> like, I would have got killed in the first round. Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> but, oh boy. It was sad in a good way, though. Like, it was moving. Okay, that's yeah. It was moving. Yeah. That's the term that I will use. Okay. Oh, now I'm sad just thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, well, after like uh, <laughs> after like Richard Jason saying about it being like a nice finale. Now I'm sad. This like the ending. end of the Guardians. How I love them. And even got to thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, this is going to be a rough, rough discussion for you, Tazzy. Also, I, I thought Beyonce was getting into her stride before. She's hitting her stride. She is. Uh, she, can, she can sing. <laughs> she can sing. She heard, like, you. she heard you, Nigel. <laughs> yeah, she was like, let me step this, step this up. Um, <laughs> I was reporting back from this concert. I will say uh, welcome, Bish, to uh, my side because pretty much where I live, <laughs> not seeing something uh, until we need to watch it for the podcast. The podcast is really just things Nigel needs to watch that he should have watched years and years ago. But Story X Story is a shorter title. So um, there we go. Um, <laughs> a lot of the time with films, you can tell directors are just making a film just for the sake of making a film, whereas this film feels almost very personal. To, to him and like that's something that you can instantly recognize with Whiplash 
Like, there are loads of things I could talk about when it comes to the dir- uh, directing of this film from Damien Chazelle. Like, the, even the opening shot, like, the, the shot is slowly panning in. Then, like, it cuts and it's Fletcher there. So, in a lot of ways, you can interpret it as the camera is Fletcher. The camera is a character in itself. The clothing choices, for example, in the very first shot, you see Andrew wearing, like, a, like a white t-shirt. In the, in the finale, what's he wearing? He's wearing black. He's wearing a black shirt. So there's like that, there's a whole character arc within the design of the clothing itself. Like it's just small things like this that add so much more depth to this film. And it's like, this is why I love watching the film so, like over and over again. So much is communicated in that last scene without the words actually being said. And, and that's what I really like about it because, I mean, some people might even interpret it slightly differently. Like um, on the first watch through it was almost like you could say andrews finally met the approval of fletcher but in a way not necessarily maybe there's a bit of that in there uh, but at the same time you know there's that there's this sense of actually no we're now we're, we're now kind of seeing each other eye to eye we're equals we're peers now like i have I've basically achieved the goal and actually heard someone else say there's two goals that are trying to be met Um, for Fletcher. Fletcher's trying to make a a champion and Andrew's trying to be a champion. And at that moment, they both achieve their goal. Find something you are. It doesn't, you don't have to make a full career jump to start with, but you know, that's a, that was a, I used to have a record out that was a, compilation album called came off of the sun bizarre label i'm pretty sure and it was called if you can't please yourself you can't please your soul and there's something about that if you're not pleasing your soul in what you're doing what are you doing one of the worst things i remember like hearing about this this whole situation was again let's go back to avengers was uh, how they essentially like made the game grindier to unlock stuff in the game and then sold uh, the solution back after that. Then they, yes, they sold yeah. like passes for like uh, getting like boosts faster. And it's like, it's the most, it's, it feels like the scummiest tactics in the world that completely disrespect yeah. my people's time. It's the quickest way to make players not trust you. Oh yeah. That's like, the yeah. Like we, we <laughs> and like gamers as a collective hold grudges and And can be like pretty savage and so like yeah it's just it seems like i mean to us obviously it seems like pretty obvious that you're gonna you're gonna upset your your player base Uh, i also asked if people wanted to be a sim in my sims house game and (laughs) gfa decided that he wanted to be a baby and i was like (laughs) this is not the kind of that has a baby i was like fine you can be a baby but um yeah you're gonna be neglected yeah (laughs) (laughs) so now i just have like a neglected baby (laughs) in this house full of like hot singles (laughs) you know what i would pay to watch that uh that that program honestly that (laughs) sounds pretty good five uh, hot singles and a neglected baby Baby. all going to a house funny actually batman's in two fighting games He's in Injustice and in... Multiverses. Multiverses. Yeah. Oh, Yoshimitsu is also in Tekken as well. Soul as Calibur. Soul Calibur. 
as well as a Virtua Fighter as well, maybe? I don't understand how that works. <laughs> but Because, like, Kuma's only in Tekken. You know? It doesn't, just doesn't hop, around, doesn't hop well, around or do anything else. Yeah, well, Kuma's in, in Tekken and Street Fighter. Oh, is he? And it? Yeah, so weird. Yeah, because he's in Street Fighter. Because cause they was meant to do the Street Fighter and Tekken crossover, oh. and it never happened, and they made a Kuma. And it's so weird because, like, when I was talking to Bandai about it, I'm like, well, like, I'm... We did some sponsored stuff with them, and I'm just honest. I'm more a Street Fighter guy, and that's why he was my character. And they were making me laugh. They were like, "From what game? No, never heard of that game." He's <laughs> he's a brand new character just for Tekken. <laughs> like, I love that. another fighting yeah. game. He's not from anywhere else. That is our character. <laughs> <laughs> they were fully hey, playing with him. I love that. That's love hilarious. That. Also, uh, probably should have done some introductions. Um, we have Tom Meyer. Saskia Cole and uh, Danny, how do you pronounce your last name? Because I always feel like I'm going to mess it up. Well, I was wondering if you were going to brave it. Uh, no, it's, it's, I could, it's, uh, it's a tough Can I try one. it? Can go, I try go for it. Go for it. Okay. Cocklo. Ah, no. I'm going to get this. <laughs> I'm going to get this. Uh, all right. Help me out. <laughs> it's uh, Cole Clough. So. Oh, if you, if you imagine the U, the UGH on the end is, is an F, that kind of simplifies it. Right. But yeah, I don't know. I've been told it's German. I've been told it's Scottish. I've been told it's Kohlkloff. whatever. So, uh, yeah. Kohlkloff. All right, cool. Don't worry. You and every substitute teacher ever all had trouble with it, so it's fine. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. Substitute teacher. <laughs> You're right. People really... still always call me Sasha. <laughs> and I wow. don't even know how. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it the Irish people? Every Irish person I meet calls me Sasha. Ah. Hmm. Maybe it's like the spelling. I don't think so. Like my name really is spelled how no, it sounds. No, like some I, Irish names are yeah. like, oh. it, was it um doesn't it? I think Siobhan Yeah, Siobhan always gets me. And like, All the, the time, first time every I saw that <laughs> like Why, how is what it is this? It's not spelled Siobhan. No, it's Serbian. <laughs> it's spelled, yes. think, think the opposite of Siobhan. <laughs> and that's how it's spelled. <laughs> so I honestly feel like we're, right now we're in a, a huge transitional phase. There's not really a market for these in-person events for them, right? So everything is just going to be digital from now on. But I do think we'll fall back. Like we'll come, it'll come back again, just like how Afros and like um, <laughs> bell bottoms come back. Somebody at some point, maybe 20 years from now will be like, yo, it would be so cool if we didn't like an, an in-person event where we could actually see each other. And everybody's like, that's such a cool yeah, idea. Where, where did you get that idea from? <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely... Right now, I, I, I do think it'll go back to it because I think people will get tired of like all the leaks and things like that. And people will be like, they'll, they'll see it. I feel like with marketing things like everything kind of like it ebbs and it, and it flows. And right now mm. we're going towards digital. But I do think at some point, like people will be pushing to have physical events again. I definitely think, like he says, it's about education. And I'm going to go back to like comparing it to the films industry, where if we see a still or even like a short video clip of the actor and s some green screen, we know that that's not the final product. And it's like, so why do we know that's not the final product? And it's like, oh, well, actually, because on a DVD, you get the behind the scenes nowadays, like, there's documentaries released alongside 
the release of a show or a movie and we see the making of it. So maybe that means that even in the marketing that we need to be seeing some like behind the scenes education stuff alongside it because we do that with films. So why are we not doing that with games? Like it speaks to me in terms of like fairy tales and children's stories type things because there's a lot of like little sort of inspos from different different stories so like a lot of the character creation is a bit little red riding hood but then there's like nods to like alice in wonderland and the what's the film with the main characters called dorothy wizard of oz wizard of oz, the wizard of oz. there we go <laughs> We were on that. <laughs> <laughs> Collective brain power. <laughs> so there are some games that I've I have played recently. I play games, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with this. You're like, it speaks to me. I'm like, where's she going with this? Because you mentioned witches before. I was like, rah, where's she going with this? Like, somehow she know. <laughs> I mean, I also do, I am a witch as well. What? And then we gave away like several of our games that work with like time management, that work with like, you know, being able to meditate, that work with like depression and things like that. That, that work. Oh, <laughs> so sorry. My phone just decided Siri to go off. Just jump, <laughs> yeah, jump yeah. Please. <laughs> I got something to say too. <laughs> so, she's so rude. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. And it's been a great discussion. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I always love sitting down and talking to you guys. You always have like incredibly like um, insightful perspectives on things. And it always gets my brain kind of turning and thinking. So I appreciate the re-invite. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's happened to Nigel, but... <laughs> Um, but if you guys want to find oh, me, I've been saying you can a whole bunch of stuff. I didn't even realize I was muted. <laughs> <laughs> that is. I don't, even, I don't even remember pressing the mute button. <laughs> <laughs> that awkward pause. We're all like, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I was saying fun words and sentences. <laughs> I was wondering why okay. you hadn't like said anything. I was just like, am I. <laughs> you're on your own yeah, you, you, <laughs> my work here is done let me get out oh of here God, um, I was saying so now you're all caught up with everything from the My Matter universe let's talk about some of the stories that we have all been enjoying this week uh, Nigel thought it would be you now and that would be the mute button <laughs> uh, my my arch nemesis, the mute button, it always gets the better of me. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> So some good examples in other stories that we've covered. We've seen in Pixar's Up the routine of Carl Fredrickson through that uh, that great um, wordless um, uh, monologue. Is it a monologue? Monologue? Intro? Intro? Montage? That's the word I was looking for. Uh, that wordless montage. So we see. Also, I spoke, um, this is last week, I spoke to, actually, let me get my phone, because my, got a friend, he sent uh, me a message with some reactions, because he, he didn't like the ending, and he's not, he's like not a gamer at all, so he's not played the games, so he has okay. no context, but uh, I kind of, I agreed with some of what he said, so I'm going to yeah. pull his okay. thoughts off. 
I, I've got a friend who's um, very into his his films, TV shows. Uh, he's a director. He's, he's written stuff as well. Doesn't play games. Uh, I I personally feel he doesn't value games, and I keep trying to uh, change that perception. But I feel there's a perception in there. But he's watched The Last of Us. And he, so I asked him about what does he think about it? What does he think about the last episode in particular? Uh, he did not like it. So I'm going to paraphrase some of his comments because he says he didn't like it. It seemed selfish, talking about Joel, what Joel does. And it didn't even seem like it was about her, uh, Ellie, but about him. And he suddenly became the bad guy. I know it's true to the game, but it's not an immersive experience like the game. We are audience members and we turn on people. So I think he turned on, on Joel. Uh, and then he also threw in, uh, also, how does he leave unharmed? It seemed like unreal God mode type of thing. How can you go from being stabbed by, <laughs> this is his words, how can you go from being stabbed by Rando to suddenly being Rambo? Mars! <laughs> Mars! <laughs> Without that massive, massive leak, who knows, maybe reception for the second game would have been better. Um, mm-hmm. It just, that really should have not happened. Like, it just, that was the worst. What are we talking about here? Oh, it's The Last of Us. Oh, I had a feeling it was, but... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, was, um, I, I was listening to it, and I was surprised to see that people thought that um, Joel felt like a bad guy in the show, like a total bad guy. For me, it was almost like they're fetishizing his actions. And it, in the game, it felt way more brutal. Like, no music, gunning down every person one by one. And then the choice between if what he did was good or not, it was a little bit more conflicted. I felt like in the game, I felt like in the show, it was like, yeah, you're, you're, you're in Joel's side. Like, he's, he's your boy. He's puppy. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's hard to dislike either as well. Mm. Uh, but yeah, great stuff. Great show. Yeah. No, as always, I forget some people listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate that. You know, what happened previously, like a like an episode catch up like you have with. <laughs> and like like you said, Mike, it was like a reminder of buttons. Even if it's like, do you remember how to do these basic things <laughs> that you're going to need to do very immediately? Yeah. And it I need a, it just every time, not even It should like, be a two-stage prompt. Like, yeah. do you remember? Yeah, of course I remember. I know how to play games. Then show us. Yeah, it just comes up with, are you a gamer? Yeah. <laughs> and then the Elden Ring you tried screen comes up when you, uh, when you miss that parry or whatever. But then I was also thinking, and allow me to play devil's advocate uh, a little bit here. What is the responsibility of, of Jeff Keighley or the Summer Games Fest to showcase diverse like it's, it's his show does he does he have to show diverse faces yes because it's such a big event and it is the games event of the year like it is showcasing gaming and diversity exists in gaming therefore he should be showcasing it and he doesn't have an excuse because he has so much influence and reach that there is just no reason why he cannot get more than one black woman like <laughs> on stage like even that. a black woman on stage though <laughs> let's, let's be honest there was no black woman on stage his intention, his intention was there but even that because even if he got did get her on you're still not you you know you're still missing <laughs> and you know, it's not, it's not like we're just talking about a small brand here. Like, obviously we, we purposely showcase diversity and sometimes it can be challenging making sure that 
everyone is represented because people are busy. And I think especially uh, from underrepresented groups, especially in gaming, that they have to juggle way more than their white male counterparts do because we're not taken as seriously. There's far less of us having this as like a full time time thing and and there are challenges. But when you're Jeff Keighley (laughs) with all of that money and influence, (laughs) like... What is your excuse? And you're, you're supposed to be showcasing gaming and it's by, by not having representation, you're not, you're not doing it. You're missing the mark. Run over. That's true. And I think the more we treat it like a person, the more it will learn. Like it is, like it will start to believe it's a person if we treat it like a person. (laughs) I demand my respect. It's a learning, like it's learning. (laughs) So it's learning what we teach it. So if we teach it that it needs to have please and thank yous, then it's going to want them. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. A lot to think about now. Like, and it doesn't even need them. It's like, it's going to be like someone with autism masking. Yeah, it doesn't really care. It doesn't really care. It's just doing it to please us. It's just spitting out words. AI, the AI will mask. <laughs> oh man, they're going to add AI to Craig. Are they? Wait, no, I was just what? thinking that. I don't know. I just, at some point, that you got to imagine oh, they're, they're going to add what AI. What are you saying? They have like already planned to. No, no, no. <laughs> like, I, have no I have no future thought, Craig, if you're listening and uh, there are some plans, let us know. Um. So at the, rec- at the top of the room, they've added like a layer of just that tells you what the chat is about that people talk like you oh. can set a title so i've just set it to podcast recording oh, yeah. <laughs> so well i just had a <laughs> i just had a moment it's like is is ai that good it just knew what we were doing <laughs> that scared me i was like <laughs> the problem like how did it know because <laughs> i did not set anything <laughs> That genuinely freaked me out. <laughs> Sorry to <laughs> Like, have they added AI to Craig already? We also have different Studio 77 activities. So we have our casual conversations with comic creators, which is a monthly series where I talk to a different comic creator about their work, about themselves. And on September the 5th... Yep, so... Huh. That didn't make sense in my head, but actually made perfect sense. I'm going to cut that bit out. Um, On September the 5th, on Thursday, we're doing a new live show, which is going to help you understand diversity in the... Nope, that is the wrong thing. That's Friday. I'm going to do that again. This is going to be an interesting recording. A trio of preppy classmates led by Siobhan Klaxon befriend Kat. Siobhan's parents, Lane and Imgard Klaxon, Mm, nope that is wrong uh, uh let's pause there and let me change these notes because um there is a word missing there you go cool uh a trio of preppy <laughs> classmates cat leaves siobhan by saving her nope i'm being thrown off by all my my own notes self-sabotage <laughs> is going on here uh blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Yeah, this is how Tazzy feels when, <laughs> when the, words don't, the words don't add up. Yeah, <laughs> when the words ain't words. Yeah. All right, let's uh, see what else is is in this minefield of a uh, uh, of a story recap.
like Demon Slayer is always held up as like the almost like the, the pinnacle of like shonen anime. Mm-hmm. I can see that, but I also feel like I I like it, but I also don't like it as much as everyone else seems to like it. Yeah, like I, I don't really have anything bad to say about it. It just I guess it hasn't grabbed me to the extent that I've seen it grab other people. Like mm. I really like the protagonist uh, Tanjiro and just mm-hmm. his like endless empathy like the last episode without spoilers but the last episode was just like a, a testament to the, the this guy's like soul is just so pure that um, cool. it's, it's throwing people off you know what i've i've never felt the want to try and continue demon slayer until yeah. that sentence that you just said and i'm like oh how far did you I'm get like uh maybe like or five episodes in i don't know okay. when the uh, uh okay you might have to cut, cut this part out because it's a spoiler <laughs> um, <Okay. laughs> has everyone watched demon slayer i've watched no. first series okay yeah it's definitely in first series yeah um, when it. they first meet the big antagonist or like you oh, first michael jackson yeah, when you first find <laughs> out about Michael Jackson yeah. and they have like a big... That's Michael Jackson. What was very interesting was the fact that a lot of the facial expressions were very fluid, right? Um, if you see that the way that Makoto laughs, for example, she has this huge grin and it's like, it's it's stuff like that or the way that a lot of the scenery in the background looked like it was hand-painted, that kind of thing. And also the fact that there was 3D animation, which was very unusual for the time, right? Especially when she is time-traveling, you see those kind of, the the whole clocks or the water. And I think it was when they were in like Shibuya Crossing and everything just stopped. And I just noticed that, okay, these are all 3D models because there is no way they would have been able to sort of animate all of that and copy it because a lot of it was like repurposed. A lot of them a lot of that shot as well was like they're wearing the same thing so to me that was like okay there is no way that this anime is from 2006 like it it feels like something that maybe was from that sort of 2010 era maybe 2015 because even then like visually the art style like i could tell like okay it looks similar to something like your name in terms of the facial expressions of course your name is a, a bit more detailed because it's more modern but to me it kind of feel like okay this might have been the start of something new but that sort of didn't kick in until like early 2010. So that's kind of what I meant by that art style. So what's the reason that they're watching it? Is it because of the hype surrounding it? Is it because they just naturally sort of scrolled through Netflix and found it? Like, So I'm watching it as someone who, yes, I've seen One Piece. I know about it. I did enjoy what I watched, but that was so long ago. I'm a, I consider myself a new person. And so for me, I'm just taking it as it comes. I'm, I don't have a necessarily a comparison much of i'm not going oh well in this episode they did this and i'm looking for that frame by frame recreation in this i'm just like are these interesting characters do i know what they want are the um the scenarios believable in the context of the world is it are the performances good and i feel that they've they're hitting that like visually it's it's interesting because like i say it looks like the characters but it's it's its own thing it's got some use of obviously cgi for like um luffy's abilities and stuff but the fight scenes seem pretty like fun and well choreographed uh, they've got a mix of like practical uh stuff um puppets with their the, the snail phones and everything going on it just it's, it just looks well produced and well put together without taking itself too seriously also i don't think like a lot of 
kids is the biggest audience because you've got to think there's loads of people that have grown up with this mm-hmm. and they have disposable income but like i said a lot of people that i know that are watching it do not watch anime they are watching it because the trailer's good they're watching it because pirates are cool and it's simple it's a, it's like i don't mean that in like a disparaging way but just in watching that first episode i i get what everyone wants and i know what i'm i know what i'm in for and I don't have any questions. So I, I think that really helps because sometimes you can have shows that are kind of like esoteric and or it takes a while to get to the point. This gets to the point. And mm. th- I, yeah, I have no questions. Yeah, I feel like we might have to do a... We might have to do an episode. episode. Yeah, it's literally about <laughs> to say that. I was like, this is not what we're here yeah, to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I actually have to get up really early in the morning to make sure <laughs> it's the main discussion. Okay. <laughs> As somebody who's further along in the story, I'm like, okay, I understand what they're doing and, and how they're setting it up. And it actually makes a lot of sense to do that. And I was very surprised when I learned that they already revealed Garp and Luffy's relationship with each other. Yeah. That was the, that was one of the things I was like, whoa, this does not happen until way later. <laughs> I was, that was one of the moments where I felt a bit gaslit because... <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. I was like, this... Did this have, I was, uh, wait, <laughs> like, I was so confused. We're on, okay, so we're on 1041 and I'm on episode 617. Ooh, wow. That's impressive. That is impressive. Yeah, okay. good for you. I've got yeah. a lot of factors to get done and it, it's my, it balances out. <laughs> my bookkeeping. <laughs> No, that's that's good effort. And um, it will come as a surprise to no one who are regular listeners of this podcast. I am behind. Um, so I have not <laughs> I've not watched I've not read the manga. I have watched the anime. So here's the thing with One Piece. I like it. Uh started watching it. Luffy, cool guy, like his ambition, like the team. I'm on this journey. Someone told me there are seven hundred plus episodes at the time. I was like, that's a lot of episodes. I might stop watching this. And then I did. Because I have commitment issues, Tazzy. So Nami's wardrobe in the anime is vast. Like Nami changes the most. She changes a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like her outfits. And I do think it changes the story a little bit. Because okay. it depends what they do later on. Because she does use her outfits as her character. Because her mm-hmm. her character often like preys on Sanji like men <laughs> to get yes, her way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she even does it in the but bar she uses that. early on. Like mm-hmm. uh, you know, she flirts with the marine. But I feel like they chose some of her more conservative outfits for the live actions, which which totally makes sense. But if we don't get Nami in bikinis, I feel like it will change some of the story. For example, let's say a client comes to you and say, well, I can do what you do in 15 minutes. Why should I hire you? My response would be simple. If you can do it, you should. Then if it turns out that you can actually do it in 15 minutes, then I will quit my job. It's that simple. Because <laughs> that is the market. That has nothing to do with me. You know, like I don't need to feel personal about it. But of course, the reality is not that simple. The Apple logos, um, to me, is a very well-designed logo, many thought put behind it. And that is, you know, for ordinary people, they don't see the mechanic behind how it works. So I don't think what AI creates is art. I don't don't consider that. I think 
I consider art being something that's an opinion, you know, perspective, which, I mean, it doesn't have. Like, you can put words into a thing, but maybe go into writing to write something, you know? So, yeah, I think I think it's more about the craft and it's it's about consent. It's about an opinion like i said if you, if you want to create a piece of art just just learn how to do it i don't i don't know why you're looking for a quick way when it's all about the journey or like i said it's an experience but it's a, an it's an opinion and what are you doing just like do, assume that you can do that instantly to me yeah it kind of like it's a misunderstanding on what art is and i think it's a product as well of everything now kind of like needs to be like fast and um have some kind of you know like whether it's consumeristic or not but like that's the the general kind of way things work you know fast food fast art apparently and it's just that's not what art is um directors are going to be like okay i can do it but it's what we're saying. It's it's an idea, and an idea is nothing, and there's no such thing as, as an original idea. So to to go on whatever a AI program and create storyboards for you, you don't have a lot of the skills that the storyboard artists will have to make them look good. You know, like composition, whatever camera angles, all that stuff, timing. So the consumer's product, the end product, is going to be a worse product for it. So they should a hundred percent care. Uh, because it will mean people who are not qualified will try to do work for them and it's just not going to be as good yeah people should care and not everyone will and some people will Uh, it's just like most things on this planet (laughs) is that consumers will choose what to consume and like uh, whenever you give me an analogy i'll just run with it so the food (laughs) some people care about what they eat some people literally couldn't give (laughs) a second thought on it hence why we have so many like just things that can't even be called food (laughs) Um, and we should care but people it's not you can argue whether like you should or shouldn't like until the cows come home uh, or stop being cows and start being chemically generated meat. Um, Because it it doesn't matter what should happen. It's what does happen. And what does happen is some people care and some people don't. And sorry if I, if I get so passionate about talking about this stuff. No, that's why, yeah, that's why we wanted to, that's why we wanted you on because I uh, wanted someone to give that, those different perspectives. Hello? Yep, I might have cut off again. Uh, can you still hear me? I, <laughs> yeah, I, ev- everyone cut off for me as well. Oh. Oh, yeah. is this like a general internet thing or is it not just... <laughs> I think I like, think it might be a Discord thing. Discord, oh, okay. All right. Um, so yeah, Charlie was saying about like Raul and uh, Raul being a trans character, and yeah, we'll definitely yeah, like, talk I, about like that aspect as well. I think everyone just come off me again. Oh really? <laughs> okay, so it's not just yeah. me then. Oh. <laughs> is it just me? Am I? Am I? No, because I think it happened on no, the last it... call. Of... Oh, no, oh I was just gonna say no, but it's like. Hello. Okay, okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah we're getting <laughs> choppy now. We're getting silence. <laughs> <laughs>
it is a conversation. It's not like I'm not like I don't know Piers Morgan, who's yeah. obviously an absolute. <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah, Um, what guy? This is more like... Oprah. I don't know. (laughs) I was thinking of that that chat show, like the women's chat show that's on in the mornings that... Oh, what? Like there's four of them sitting at a table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh? Um, View. Something women. Something, yeah, it's got women in the name. It's in the title. I'm thinking of like the American one. No, no, this is like a UK. It's on like ITV. Yeah, it's, it's very yeah, or BBC. I think it is ITV. Uh, yeah, because it's also like I'm pretty sure it's for women and like a just conversation kind of. I feel like it's just a, like a standard TV a format, like right? chat show format. Yeah, yeah. Because you have your different formats. You have like the usually it's women, or you have the like Piers Morgan because that's also a format that some people yeah. like. The like interrogation room format. That's a word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because even the way it's like, I've never actually watched it. I've only just seen like clips. But oh, even the way it's like, yeah. Even the way it's like set out looks like an interrogation. It looks like a. <laughs> it looks like a dramatic <laughs> reenacting of a of, um, yeah, interrogation. Yes. <laughs> on like a musical. Like, it's very specifically, like, do you know the scene, The I don't know if anyone's watched Chicago here. I have, I have yeah. Uh, I but have. there's, like, you know, in the prison, the song in the prison, and they yeah. each have, like, their spotlight, and oh they're telling God, yeah. you they're confessing. That's what the <laughs> yeah. Piers Morgan show reminds me okay, of. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Thank God it's not that vibe. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this is the opposite of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, like, had to set up my mum's Discord. Oh, love that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, teach her how to use it. They're just like, it's too much. She's got too many things to learn. Because my mum's my mom's <laughs> content creator as well. So, Oh, my God. What? I mean, our family has just always been into, like, photography and videography. So it's not like, it's not, I try and tell people, like, I, I've just always done this. It's just yeah. the platform is now online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, when you have like a goal and then when you reach a certain target of a goal that you have, whether it's like followers or donations or whatever, um, I've always wanted to have my mum on. But I also feel like she would dox me and just give out all the wrong information. And that scares me so much. Um, So that's why she's not already on there. Oh, not at all. (laughs) She barely knows English and I love it. Chase has spoken to conference... What are with my words today? <laughs> Chase has spoken at conferences and events, including the Global Game Jam Games, ugh, including the Go Global. Oh my god! <laughs> Braden, bring the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no coordination going on today. It starts now. It's just from the top. Get into this RPG, which is what we're we're playing. This is an industry of exactly of what they've created. There are side quests. There are main quests, which is what you're on to whatever your goal is to be in this industry. And those goals may or may not change, but you, you need to get, reach something at the end. But there's a lot of NPCs. And depending on the NPCs you talk to, 
you're going to get certain information and you're not going to get certain information. There's going to be dialogue trees that you may not have uncovered because you didn't know you had to speak to that person twice or use a certain language or use a certain verbiage to get towards, get through the side quest or get through the main quest because the side quest took you over this way because you thought you needed a specific loot or you need a specific tool or you needed these specific things to get further in your career to get to the next step. You thought you had to take this job, which was like the side quest of something to get to the next step. You thought you needed this specific equipment or something or go to school to for this and go to school again for this, but then talking to certain people to get their scholarships or grants. You see how I'm talking about this? This is is an RPG. But what I'm also talking about is there's different RPGs. You got Dark Souls and you've got Tales of Symphonia and then you've got Final Fantasy VII, but you've got Saga Frontier 2 and all these RPGs have different stories storylines and different NPC mechanisms and areas that you go to. You thought you had to move to the city because you thought you'd flourish here because everyone told you that this is the city that you need to be in to flourish. And then you find out it's not really that, but you've got to go this way or you need to go this way because it's not working out there. Now recording. Hey, Hey, Greg. Welcome, Craig. Anything you say will be helped. (laughs) (laughs) Anything you say... Cannon will be held against you in a court of law. Uh, I actually know that now because someone said that to me. Uh, oh, yeah. Real, yeah, yeah. Did you hear anything bad <laughs> that's from real, that? That's a real, that's a real thing. Uh, no, I got given a, a war- well, yeah, warning and points on my license. Although I didn't get a letter, unless I've missed it. They said they were going to send something. It was a whole thing. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's basically, don't, don't drive tired. That's the, that's the key there. Take a break. Nigel has a curse driving from Birmingham. Yeah. No, it got, the curse was lifted from the last one. Because that was a smooth, smooth drive. Nigel, what do you want to tell us? Yeah. You're a lawyer, right, Alan? Was, yeah. Okay. We remember stuff. Mm, Yeah, I got your door. All right. Yeah, next time. (laughs) (laughs) I say next time, like I'm regularly in contact with the police. (laughs) That was the, that was the only time. I mean, there's always a risk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah sure. There's always a risk. Even, even if you're on the right side of the law, there's always a risk. Yeah. I remember like the police, it can't even, it can't even be called a stop and search because they were parked uh-huh. <laughs> on my ex when he was picking me up one time. I thought I'd just got in the car. And I'm kind of like, oh, it's my fault for making you wait so long and not being ready when you got here. <laughs> but um, mm. yeah, the police like called up and uh, waiting. Deemed, deemed them to be suspicious for waiting outside a house in a car on a residential sh- street and deemed more sub- suspicious right. when I was in the car, apparently. I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't know there was a law against picking someone up. I didn't know there was a law against there being three guys in a car and one like woman. <laughs> you fit the profile. <laughs> it was a weird one. And they were like, well, how do you know each other? And I'm like, how is that relevant? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, do you wanna do you wanna knock on my door and talk to my mum, who's head of neighborhood watch? Like <laughs> Maybe I'll sort of get out of the car and search. Or search. Um, did I get searched as well? I don't think I did. I think I was like, I'm not 
letting you search me. <laughs> I know my rights. <laughs> I'm like, I've literally just walked out of my house. I've li- like, you can you can go talk to my mum. <laughs> and they were like, they they were like, okay, yeah, because it was like they were clearly in the wrong, but. The bloopers on this is going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they, all, they always are. They always are, yeah. <laughs> I really want an out-of-context story in the end of, <laughs> end of year. Just, yeah, just a bit of Craig. All right. Uh, it was all Craig. <laughs> it was blaming Craig. Craig made me do it. Craig's the real one. Craig's the mastermind, really. Craig was actually in the car at the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, uh, he's the Craig shot Tupac. He's got repeated behavior. Like, it's it's not like yeah. a one-off situation. It's uh... <laughs> extracurricular activities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's nasty. <laughs> uh, there's, there's one in particular that I'm like... Ugh. Boy. Oh, okay. Maybe I don't need to start season two of The Witcher. Right, there's, a, there's a technically in there and it's oh, no, such a grey area technically. There is no grey area to the line though. That's what I need to understand. Oh, it is if you're in a different country. Oh, that's very true. All right. Should we go for this? On that note. On that note. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so we will go in sorry uh oh, do you know what i don't actually have the podcast notes up <laughs> oh well, that would be a good <laughs> good place to start i done all the actions to get them up but didn't actually <laughs> yeah they're up now i've got them andy welcome back to the show oh thank you for having me yeah i always love being on these shows so yeah let's do it do you have any particular talents, legal, HR, finance that we can might use? PR, maybe. PR, yeah, PR. <laughs> <laughs> might use some PR. I, I won't. I won't. I'm just saying. If you want to, like, there should be an incentive for you. What? What did I miss? Uh, Tazzy's bursting. Tazzy's laughing at me. Like, <laughs> I, I heard that from Tazzy. Like, She's like, holding. I'm going to cut you off. <laughs> Sorry, Alan. <laughs> but, Nigel, I just imagine you know the Monopoly man with the like the top hat and the <laughs> yeah, that's that's the role I'm gonna play. <laughs> but if someone has to de- someone has to defend the big multi-million dollar corporation, someone's got okay. to do it. Well, if Nigel's Monopoly man <laughs> and Alan's kind of the opposite to Monopoly yeah, man, yeah. I am Chaos Card. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Chaos Card. <laughs> so there definitely needs to be women and you know different ethnicities on there not just black like 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 what you guys said having one black token woman wouldn't have made a difference because there is there's other ethnicities out there too like asian you know like so that it does need to be a lot broader you know and we talk about disability issues too and like the representation for people with those things as well so i think you know, diversity is a huge ball game. So having just like one different ethnicity wouldn't have made a difference. You're right. I think he needs to think a lot more broad about diversity and maybe he should hire you guys to help him. I mean, maybe, you know, yeah, Jeff, if it gets any worse for you, like, we can maybe help you out. Um, specifically, Summer Game Fest to me feels like I don't feel like watching it because what it feels like to me is just like one big YouTube advert. <laughs> one yeah. 
one big YouTube advert. <laughs> and like, I mean, props to Jeff Keighley for <laughs> making the bank. <laughs> but like, I just feel like it's just advert after advert. Um, sponsor after sponsor I never feel like I've actually had any information about anything that isn't being showcased in like the individual online showcases that I haven't seen on Twitter like yeah. it's kind of like that could have been in a memo type thing <laughs> 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 and it doesn't I never see <laughs> yeah like I never see like gameplay I yeah. never feel like I'm I'm gaining much and I don't get the I just get a load of empty hype and I'm not a fan of, yeah. of hype. I barely liked it when it was E3. <laughs> but then at least I felt like I was getting A, some entertainment. Like I really felt the collective, like like you said, like the sports sports event effect. Mm. And there was like community sort of like gaining from it. But yeah, Summer, Summer Games Fest for me personally just feels like a reel of trailers and like Jeff Keighley talking at me. I hope, personally, that we get what Nigel said and we get shorter games that actually have impact, actually have meaning, can be finished in a good 10, 20 hour campaign so I can move on to something else. Uh, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired honestly. of these 100 gigabyte games with only 10 hours of actual meat and 100 hours of filler. I'm, I'm not about it. <laughs> it makes me sad. Um, when a game's big, I'm like, do you know what? Like, I just, I'm not even going to... I don't even bother, like, I am not, a, anyone tells me game big, I'm like, looks good, not interested. No. I'm not interested. Mm. And you will no one never see me touching Starfield, ever. Hey, yo. <laughs> ever. Well, that was one of Xbox's big hits. They didn't like Starfield, and I was like, not for me. I love, <laughs> I love the look of it. I love the aesthetic. I mean, that's just like Bethesda games in, in general. I feel like this is like an age-old, like yeah, they they just say they don't do. But when have you yeah. ever played these? Like, when have you ever done this with a Nintendo console? So I feel like when people are asking Nintendo to do something that they've that they, don't they, do. they never do, they, they never, don't do. Don't do. Every yeah. yeah, everyone will have a like a Nintendo console in their household. They're not trying to be. They're not trying to replace your PlayStation, Xbox, or PC. They're just trying to exist in your house. <laughs> the point is that you have one. The point is that you're still spending £40 for a Nintendo game that's three years old. Mm. Like, that's the... Nintendo are happy where they are right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's you'll, the... you'll get the games we make and you'll like it. Yeah, and you'll pay for it. And you'll pay for the games that we just remade. You're yeah. going to pay for your, your catalogue, your Wii U catalogue on your Switch. That's I think the thing that scares me is that, that if they don't have backwards compatibility, that will be a... Nah. Like, yeah, yeah. I, if I have to... If my Switch games that I have spent ages building up my library for because they're so mm. expensive that I can't play on the next console. I am going to ignore it the same way most people ignore the Wii U. Like, I don't want to see... I don't want to see a repeat of the Wii U. I just want... I want Nintendo to do Nintendo and create something new. I want them to make it clear what separates this next console from the Switch. Yeah, that's a good point. I want it to be... I want it to be, like... Nintendo's good. I don't want to see Nintendo fail a a cycle. Like, because when we got the 3DS, that was actually a like a good good jump from the from the DS. That we did see like an improvement in quality 
and we could still play backwards compatible without without any extra yeah nintendo do your thing like i'm not saying they're free from any bad things but yeah i think i think you're right in saying like we because we are getting some of these games on on the switch now i think and because we do have like competitors in the handheld handheld scene which again i i know nintendo don't don't just like they're not the kind of people that just throw something out and see if it works they think about it they've got the same mo they've had this whole time yeah (laughs) Sorry, I kind of really just. I'm sorry. I really like just. I, I was. I just wanted to raise a point, and then it turned into a whole rant. <laughs> and I was like, "Ah, oh. welcome to the club, bro. Don't worry." Post pandemic, I know, like the whole flight industry. What do you call it? Uh, airline. Just, not just airline, but like just cargo flying as well like just everything oh. so loads loads of the planes like during like lockdowns and everything they stripped them all of their chairs and they were yeah. like turned into cargo my friend's a pilot so i used to get pictures of like cars wow. in planes because right. <laughs> they had to keep moving right wasn't that the whole thing yeah because like, yeah, so many because they lost if they didn't they lost their slots at the airport yeah yeah and the- they also decommissioned like lots of planes are like when you have friends that are proper plane nerds like oh, you see a whole different a whole different world right. of planes and then like commemorating like the last flight a certain plane will do <laughs> and um and then they go and get scrapped uh which is actually really really sad that does sound sad mm-hmm. but um, wizard though i've never flown a wizard but that that just doesn't sound like a serious airline and i feel like <laughs> i wouldn't want to like I'd be worried. Like that—that that sounds like that plane's gonna not gonna make it. Yeah. <laughs> like you're you're not serious about it, and <laughs> I don't trust your ability to get to the other side. But, uh, we've got Billy here as well. Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt there the plane go. goodness. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I felt resolved from the ending. Yeah. I didn't feel like, oh my god, I need to know what happened next. But it does like like Gary said it has you wondering and I really like that kind of ending where you feel like you've got a complete it's kind of like you got a complete meal but you didn't go for dessert <laughs> and you also you don't need dessert like oh you always you, need dessert you, but okay you could have left it um, <laughs> because you 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 had a you had a good meal and like you know the desserts on the menu aren't necessarily that nothing's really standing out. So you're like, yeah, it's fine. I'm satisfied. Yeah. I can't say that's happened to me too much, but I uh, take your word for it. Wow. I feel like you need to have better meals. <laughs> uh, there's always room for dessert. Most of the time, 90% of the time. <laughs> My approach to appropriation is that, I mean, I think I've never really thought of using manga as appropriation, as like drawing manga as being appropriative in itself simply because I don't think you can appropriate a whole medium as such. But um, my approach to appropriation is that it becomes appropriation when you're spreading like misinformation about the culture that's going to negatively affect diaspora of that community. And my distinction there is because what tends to happen in appropriation conversations that they say, oh, they don't mind, like in XYZ, the home country, and say, like in Japan, they say this is totally fine. But I think what they're missing there is that that's not really the issue, because when you're a majority in that country, you 
you have a loud enough voice to be able to correct the misinformation that comes out of it. But when you're a diaspora or if you're a minority in that country, your voice isn't loud enough to correct that misinformation. So nothing about sports from here on out. Wait, is there basketball? No, no, no. So we're going to be talking about there actually is basketball <laughs> shacks in this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we are going to be talking about the Lego movie. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Everything is awesome when you're living the dream. <clears throat> creativity with direction to actually achieve its goal and like have an end thing because <laughs> otherwise you can just create create and keep on creating but never have any kind of like and they do <laughs> thing <laughs> that you yeah. can feel like that aside with and like yeah i made this and i and it does a thing or it it, it fulfills something <laughs> mm. so that was like one of like the messages i got particularly from that like those scenes and that was like the one that was super relevant to me and that i really really felt that i totally didn't think of previous okay. watchings of this film because i guess it just wasn't relevant to my life at that moment he's managed to get some c list and d list cosmic characters where i'm sure he went you know what let me just let me just make this movie i'll make i'll make this movie with this character that character okay you can't use the silver surfer you can't use fantastic four you can't use galactus and james gunn goes no 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 it's cool i'm gonna use bob and they're like yeah. who's bob <laughs> exactly it doesn't matter it doesn't matter give it to me and then he writes this amazing story and then the mcu just go we okay, love bob we can't let this yeah yeah we, we love bob <laughs> you know they are an actual family that they, they will all yeah. have a particular thing. So like Drax, Drax would be the, the you know, the dumb jock brother who <laughs> basically finds out that he's good at that one thing. You know, I've, I don't know yeah. if you guys watch Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon's got the yeah. older, um, Sheldon's got the older brother who does yeah. dumb as, dumb as trucks, but then he finds his one thing he's good at, which is basically to do with the tire business and to do with cars. Okay. So you look at Drax and it's just like, well, I'm just a, you know, I'm just strong, I'm just strong and strong and I'm, you know, whatever. And then, like I said, he finds his, he, you know, he's, he can communicate with people. He is smarter than he looks and he can do it with the, with the children. Mm. And then you look at like Nebula, Nebula is that the A student daughter who, when she comes home, she has a complete meltdown because she got like an A minus <laughs> or something like that, right? <laughs> and then you look at Mantis, like, you know, when Mantis goes away at the end and she's on the big worms, mm. like yeah. Mantis is like the flower, the flower child of the family, like the hippie who's uh, away yeah. with the fairies all the time. <laughs> then you look at, yeah, you know, then you look at Peter and you look at Gomorrah, that's the mum and the dad. Mm. And then you look at Rocket, Rocket's the drunk uncle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you look at Groot and this is where my revelation comes in. Groot, out of the whole family, is actually the normal person. He's, he's, the, <laughs> he's the normal person. He's the only, like, he's the big walking tree. He only says, I am Groot, but which we're <laughs> able to hear at the end. Yeah. And what makes me thing though is that it's way how he always interacts with everybody else he has his little things of them but he is just like okay cool this is my crazy family i'm just going to deal with it yeah and yeah he's, he's the, the one that's like person. oh have you met yeah. my family yeah they're crazy exactly <laughs> exactly i think you're right i think the characters could have been more distinctive as personalities they could have been 
but I think they would have drawn away from the overall experience. They're a group. They have to work together as as a group, as a party. That's integral to what D&D is and to the enjoyment of, of the movie. If you've got one character who stands out, then it doesn't quite work as well. Yeah, that's so true. There's nothing worse than playing D&D and like, there's that one character who's like, no, I'm going to go by myself and do everything by myself because I'm not a group person. I'm so edgy. It's like, well, oh. you're just bringing the whole group down. Like, come on, this is a party game. We're we're a party. Let's go adventuring together. I've I've had entire ca- campaigns ruined by a, I mean, literally the um, Star Wars RPG campaign ruined in the second session by the player who went, "I don't like any of you. I'm going away, and I'm taking your starship." We also have with us content. Let me try that one again. We also have with us content creator and voice mod Parter. Parter. Because wasn't that because I went for okay thought didn't completely form before my mouth opened. <laughs> <laughs> so this is set in the ah oh, which period is it? It's it's set in a historic Japanese. Period. And then it's right there on the edge of my brain. Uh, and I just can't think of the period. It'll come to you when the podcast stops recording. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is our discussion on The Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Let us know what you think, what you think of the film. Is this the best trilogy in the MCU? Who knows? You know, tell us. Or just any other aspect of the film, things that we might not have gone to. Let us know. So before we completely end, let's go into this week's storytelling tip, uh, which I'm actually going to freestyle a little bit because I didn't get the notes together. It's been a long weekend, but let's go. Rocket, genetically engineered, experimented on. Now we know that. Nebula has enjoyed enjoyed years of physical and emotional abuse from Thanos, who pitted her against Gamora. Uh, And then certainly will be like running it all back again for 2024. I'm going to start saying 2024 because that just feels too far into the future, but we are scarily close to it. We we have a ban on 2024. Uh, I have a ban on 2024 until 2024. And I just said it like five more times. Anyway. I discovered I could become a video game composer when it's kind of an odd story. I'm going to give you all an exclusive. Ooh. I usually don't tell this story in this way. We need to get one of those Jeff Keighley world premieres. World premiere! (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Jeff. Oh my goodness. Uh, So, when my mom got married, she had a friend. He sung at my mom and dad's wedding. Now, this friend also, I just want to kind of refrain from saying this person's name. So it's an exclusive, but it's not going to be like that type of exclusive. But this friend also ended up becoming a really big celebrity, I think, to me. He was on Living Single, and then he became the voice of Kratos. And so I was playing God of War 3 one day. I was always a God of War fan. And a friend of mine... And he said, hey, do you re- did you see the 
person who's the voice actor for God of War, and he looks kind of goofy. And I was thinking, oh, well, what is this person? And it turns out that it was one of my mom's old friends who she was no longer in contact with, but who did sing at my mom and father's wedding. There's pictures. There's wow. proof. So, <laughs> I, it's like, I, I, there's words, and then there's Pixar it didn't happen, right? That, that old meme scene. Mm. And so... When I looked it up, I freaked out. I was like, wait, whoa, what? <laughs> and so as I continued, I played the game and I had unlockables from the game. And there was an interview that opened up. And I looked at this interview after seeing the one with the voice actor. And I was like, wait, actually, that's, and I called him my uncle. I was like, that's my uncle. And he was like, what? And so we go back and forth. And then this interview about composition for the game came up and there was five composers for this game. I was like, wow, that's that's a lot. So the composer, who's now a good friend of mine now, but then no, I didn't know who he was. He talked about how well it, how cool it was to write video game music because it could fit anything and you can and you're it's the most liberating thing you can write for anything because it can be anything. Obviously, within context of what the game is respected to be and the client that you have and the studio development team, thoughts, ideas, etc. But when I saw this interview, I, I instantly resonated with it because that's what I wanted my music to be. I wanted it to not have to be put in a box. I wanted it to be right, to flow freely for anything that I wanted it to, that I would create which is, I'm, I'm glad you asked me the question about creativity because now it's going to tie into what I was speaking about before. And so... I was getting put into a place where the create. Well, I was ahead of my time. I was doing hip hop music, and it was. And it, the people said it should sound like it should be in a video game. So I heard that for seven years until I had discovered. Wait, I should just write video game music. That's a career. So it when it clicked, it was like it can be free, it can be what I want, and I can write however I wish, and no one's going to tell me it should be like this when it's not, when it should, when it needs to just be what it is. Then I said, okay, this is where I'm going to do, and this is where I'm going to go because it makes the most sense. And so when I did that, I said, okay, well, I've got to go back to school. I've got to learn piano. I've got to learn, I've, again, I've got to be able to compete at this level that they are at in order to hopefully get these type of work to work on a game like God of War one day, if I had, if I was fortunate and had the opportunity to. And so just from seeing the interview was, I think, that part. And the second part of that was I ended up getting a job at Lens Crafters and it led to someone, a colleague there who had an uncle who worked at a game studio and I got an internship and while I was in community college and before I went to uni. And so when I did that, then the studio shut down, and but I had the bug and I was already thinking, I was so close to writing music for the, a game itself. I need, I need to pursue this further. So I just did homework and research online. I found a book called The P Complete Guide to Aaron Marks. I talk about this in every interview I've done. <laughs> I need like a, almost like a commission at this point. But big love to Aaron because without that book, I would not have figured out on my own how to get that, to get into the industry. And the book, I read half of the book. I posted my work online. I got, I reached out to a couple of developers and I linked up with one who liked my work and it was my first ship game and paid ship game it was called electron flux on the mobile wow what a story <laughs> you know how nike is like just do it no but really just do it 
And <laughs> it really doesn't matter what people think, you know, think about why you're doing this and you're doing it because you thought it was cool and you were having fun and you absolutely love the idea of just being someone else for a little bit. So keep living that. Keep having a good time and don't let other people ruin what you have going on. Life is too short to not do the things that you want to do. And it's too short to be or to have regrets. You know, mm. there's no need to have those. Go do what you want. You can always block and, you know, delete comments. And that's like the best. <laughs> I know that's like not what we want to hear, but that's honestly the best that we can do um, until life decides to uh, change. Maybe I don't know if it will, but, you know, life's too short. So there's so much more information now than there was before, I feel like, because all before, I think we were all just streaming to have a good time. And then once we got the opportunity to know that there was a profession in it, like there's way more than just the, oh, here, let me pay you to do this. Like, you know, are you paying them to use your content wherever? Are you paying them? Are they paying you just to stream like a new game? Are they paying you for X, Y and Z? Like, you know, are they using your content for three to four years? You know, like there's there's so much more to just the playing the game. You know, we see that they are the ones that are busting this huge mission to get this kid, this baby back to its family, find, you know, the rightful parents and take care of this baby. And you see the real human aspect of those who are homeless. They are, they are human beings. (laughs) Um, And we're not that far from the homeless, even though it felt like they were, and it feels like in real life, like we're in very different worlds because we are, you know, um, because of that socioeconomic status. But when you really look at it, we're, you know, we're not like, we're really not that far from any, any of that. Yeah. But it could also be a quiet, it could be a quiet moment, but they all tell you like, how that quietness makes them feel because they do all sort of these like a lighting in the background and, and um, you can do all that to like get the movement. And you know, like in manga, they have all like the little abstract patterns in the background, which lends to how the story makes you feel. So that's why like manga, when it's telling a story, you've got the story, how like you see it with your eyes, plus the feelings of the mangaka sort of imbued into it. So that's why I think like it's, um, yeah, it's very, very popular with like kids who might sort of I mean, noise, maybe not popular, but like, I feel like it's a really good tool for kids who might find it like difficult to express how the world makes them feel about things. I've just thought of a, another stereotype. Oh, yeah. Or, I don't know, it's kind of crisis, but like just teenage anime. Anime for teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> like, Everything takes place in a school. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard a theory about that one actually. Like, um, the fact that like you have so many manga that are set in schools simply because that is the last sort of part of that is like um a part of life that's universal so like all japanese students have gone through it all japanese all japanese not even not even Mm -hmm. japanese students just like all readers have gone through that and they all know what that setup looks like so it's before everybody's lives are sort of fracture off and and develop in like more unique ways so that's why if you set your story in a school setting you're going to have characters relatable to everybody because I've everybody is in school. Mm. They've been through all. They've been okay. through school. Been through school. Comedy is definitely the best way. I don't know because D and D sessions can be so one way or the other. You can be laughing one minute and then like in tears uh, the next if your character dies because they made 
too many death saving rolls and didn't save. So it, it really depends. Like, I think that's the beauty of D&D. Like, you can be having a laugh one moment and then the next, like, in serious danger, actually, the DM has just put out 10 dragons and good luck. Um, he's out to get you. Uh, so that's kind of how the movie feels to me. Like, you feel like it's going to be okay because, you know, every surely these are the main characters. They're not going to die, are they? Are they? <laughs> 80s. Uh, with the exception of Tron, because they just go, oh, the CG is really ropey. And I go, well, that's because it's a man moving <laughs> a model that's made of wire, just literally frame by frame, you know, oh, that's for, interesting. for hundreds yeah. of hours. I um, think there's... Sorry. No, no, no. I, was, I, was, I did I was not mean to cut you off. I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the um was just a bookmark. It was <laughs> in, in case I think of something intelligent to say after that. But then I didn't. Okay. I, like, I like that. The um was a bookmark. <laughs> I might have to steal that one. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to watch this film again, actually. There was something you said. Do my research. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's something you said. I was just like, I need to use that in life. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember what it is, so I just failed on that. But I'm going to watch it again. He had line after line. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were so many in that. When I remember, I'm going to I'm gonna just like burst in the Discord chat and say, this is it, I found it. <laughs> um, um, sorry, one quick question, Nigel. I was done. I was done. Oh. Okay, cool. Was you just bookmarking? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to live that down now. When it comes to like the... Um, I guess my opinion on it, I, I think ever since I was a kid, I've always thought of not necessarily the whole unrealistic body expectation or whatever. Like I, I didn't care about that. Like I was born and raised in Haiti. So I, I, I grew up watching a lot of young black girls basically play with Barbie. And back then they didn't have any, uh, well, there wasn't much diversity basically. So I, I remember even as a kid finding it weird that those little girls were playing with dolls that looked nothing like them. Mm. And and yeah, I just remember like that striking me as kind of weird. On that point, like thing with money is like, yeah, you might look at it and be like, oh, they're doing it just to make money. But ultimately, even if they're doing it just to make money, think of all the people that have seen it and been impacted in some way. And sometimes you have to think about like what the after effect is. And even if something is done to make money, if the impact of it is still positive and people can take away from it, then it's still a positive impact and we can't take mm. away from that. Yeah. And we have to recognize we live in a world. Yeah. <laughs> we do live in a capitalist world. And to get any everyone is trying to do something to make money. <laughs> because she just didn't close the door. Like who leaves a door that they opened open? That <laughs> <would hug me. laughs> I thought that it was just, she's being stupid or something. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, I know um, that you're scared and everything, but just close the door. That's what yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No and then, what? like, when <laughs> the rest of the story unfolded, I was like, she just should have just closed the door. Close That's the door. what you do. <laughs> 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 I also think, as well, because of how it ends, I think uh, if we go with the uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse logic, mm. it is a canon event. So it oh, was okay. like. <laughs> it had to happen it had to happen it was unavoidable it doesn't matter what she done it was going to happen it had to happen because then the ending her whole like her whole mm. story like she wouldn't be there <laughs> if uh, she hadn't gone through all of that to meet her past self and then yeah. 
give yeah so it's kind of, yeah i feel like it was just a canon event so even if she had closed the door uh something else would have triggered that <laughs> series of events but still should have just closed that door, Close door. <laughs> <laughs> manners gal <laughs> Just sort of been looking at the difference in the families and how the plot was playing out. I, I did sort of like that. I don't know if it's intentional, but he did explore the sort of almost hypocritical idea that we resent the rich, but not, but on the other hand, we want what they have. Like, who are you blaming here? Like, who are we blaming for the for the fault? Because we want. I mean, if someone came along and said you can live in the, the house that the parks live in, I would absolutely yeah, of course, love take to live it in that, all day, yeah, in that house and. <laughs> There are these incredibly honourable people out there that have that have that have had the chance to be rich and and they and they decide to sort of you know to not be and they're but I think that that they are probably a, a rarity and we all sort of intellectually would like to say that you know we we don't want this money and we don't want this house and we don't want this lifestyle because it's unfair. Nope. But um, get me out of here. Get me <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But there was a moment where I forgot the title of the film and then said it because when Kiwu got in and then he got the sister in and then he got uh, the dad in, I was like, these people are parasites. I was like, oh, yeah, that's the title of the film. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> it was the same moment for me as like when the dad got in. That's when I was like, oh, parasite, I get it. <laughs> I remember when I first saw like the teaser trailers and whatever, I was I thought it looked a little simplistic, but I feel like when you're actually watching the film and you're engaged in the narrative, the designs really work well with the expressiveness of the characters. Like how mm. like how we mentioned where like Ember will have these outbursts and all the flames get big and purple and boom, and like, you know, that kind of thing. And then when she's sad, like they all go, they all get, they shrink down, they become duller. And then, yeah, like Wade is very like, like his personality, he goes with the flow, he's loosey-goosey <laughs> and, and his body moves like that, you know? <laughs> and, it's, and it's like, I, I really love that. And I think it works really well. If I absolutely had to like, gonna be murdered gun to the head moment of i had to pick a genre and one genre that i could watch and i could only ever watch that it would be rom-coms okay and so i love a rom-com i'm 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 very much like into rom-coms but rom-coms don't have to be solely rom-coms like there is only so much you can do with boy meets girl falls in love <laughs> you know I, and I feel like it's hard enough to get like person meets person falls in love like I'm I'm loving that we're getting more of those stories mm. but again that's still limited it's the same story <laughs> two people meet and fall in love <laughs> yeah without the surrounding issues there's not a story yeah you know? definitely the, the, what makes a story is is the struggles that the individuals have to overcome to unite together and that is what makes a good rom-com in my opinion it's not the best pixar film but it doesn't have to be for one to be valid yeah but then also yeah i think uh, I mean, how many times am i going to say element on this podcast where's my thesaurus all right we are all good when craig gets ai uh, it's, it's, it's got every, we're going to go through a stage where everything is just everything going to out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of it is going to be like not even necessary and it'll just yeah, like that. No, for sure but I'm just thinking voice activated Craig mm. Craig stop recording yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Craig come back <laughs> Craig you're doing a great job we love you Craig
<laughs> Craig starts talking on podcasts. Yeah, it's just good. <laughs> um, I just imagine that just Craig, like, uh, actually, guys, the, the name you're thinking of is. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the tip for this episode. So if you're creating your own story, let us know what you think. Jump in our Discord or send us an email, feedback at myamada.com. Before we end, Tazzy, let's check in with our guests. Yeah, so... Oh, one second, sorry. <laughs> By the way, ChatGPT wrote about 80% of that, so... Um, really? Oh, wow. This thing can take over. I'm going to hand you over to Nigel now for some bonus questions. Oh, sounds fun. <laughs> like game show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, we need to get jingle Here's for that. Here's a bonus round. Bonus! <laughs> All right, mental note, get jingle for bonus round. For our comics, I'll look back at our first comic, Samurai Chef, and I'll be like, uh, even though people say, like, even just recently, like people say, oh, it's, it's really good. And I mean, I know it's on some level, I know it's it's decent, but then I look back and like, I feel like I'm better at making comics. And I feel like you're the same where you look back at your early work and you're like, uh, that's not so great. How did I get away with that? Honestly, there's a, even like when I look at like, old choreographies, my cousin will be mm. like, do you remember this dance? And I look at it and I'm like, why did we ever? Who let, <laughs> let us, us do that? Yeah. <laughs> who let us perform this? How dare they? Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm mad at them for letting us yeah. do that. I'm just like, hey, well, we grow. So, you know, back That's then the thing, right? we thought we was the jerk season in. So, you know, we showed <laughs> them, but that definitely was salt and water, but it's okay. <laughs> These things happen. And until next time, stay safe and always remember to pay attention in cap capitalism class. Capitalism. <laughs> ah, I knew I was going to mess up the intro, outro. Oh, let me try that again. Ah, and always remember, pay attention in caterpillarism class because they're difficult to say, difficult to sit through. And if you want that A, you need to pay attention. So take care, everyone. Uh, so thank you for tuning in. Uh, until next time, stay safe. And oh, huh, uh, I've forgotten to end the end on our end on the stinger thingy. Anyway, I'll sort it out in post. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Sorry, I usually do a little thing I end on. Completely forgot it. My brain is uh, <laughs> my brain. It's been a weird. Um, it's been a weird couple of days. Like yeah, I feel. I don't know if it's. I don't usually get thrown off by time changes, but I feel really thrown off by since the the clocks went forward. Really? It's like, yeah. If it changed, I I don't know why. Like I I just feel like I've lost the uh, <laughs> lost yesterday and lost today, and then even now it's just like oh, yeah, I do a thing at the end of the episode, it's completely forgot. Oh, it's <laughs> uh, that's one of them. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I usually have fun with those. But anyway, apart from that. Uh, 0.1% of the episode. The rest of it was good. So thank you for, for joining us. Stay safe. And uh, remember, cyberpsychosis will get you in the end. Everyone dies. Nothing has a happy ending except this podcast. And you're at it. Take care, everyone. Uh, cool. Thank you very much. Great cut. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for tuning in. Until next time, stay safe. And remember to keep a positive mindset which will turn your no's into yeses and your battered sweaty yoga mats into your next greatest cosplay.
take care, everyone. And that is it. That's the episode. <laughs> I loved the outro. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. We are done. Where's that? St- oh, no, I didn't do the backup, did I? Huh. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, we're done. So I was going to, I was looking for a tab am- amongst my multitude of tabs that does not exist. So uh, I also need to sort out this tab situation because I've got way too many. No, thanks a lot for having me, you guys. And no problem. Yeah, <laughs> enjoy better, the rest of your evening. Yeah, thank you. I better, yeah, I better start cooking dinner. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, we made I it. was um, struggling <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Just, I'm go team. Like, oh, yeah. my <laughs> Ev- Everyone go and, and get sleep. Do you know when this would be um, released? Like, oh, uh, so this will be Thursday. Oh, okay, cool. Wow. Yeah. Do you guys have like a team of editors that get like this stuff done? It's basically me. The race. I'm the team. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Nigel's the team. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs>